Howdy, y'all, and welcome to Liberty Libations, number 56. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, I'm back on the show. My name is Jake Green, and I'm joined, as usual, by Alden, Nick, Zane, and Zach, our producer. Our special guest today is Mr. Brad Binkley. Brad, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me. It's going to be I, fun. I almost never call you Brad. I always call you Binkley. It's just you know, <laughs> I usually get called Binkley, so it's... Uh, Definitely unique when I hear Brad. <laughs> of course, right. Brinkley also comes a lot. Which Br Brad Brinkley. Brinkley? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And it rolls off the tongue a little easier anyway. Right. You know, um, people think Christy Brinkley's hot. They think it, it's like weird. I'm like, she's. I'm not related to her. There's no R in my name. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get started, let's talk about uh, what's coming up in three weeks, which is Libertarian Party of Georgia Convention. Zach, you want to pull that up for us? Um, convention, 26th through the 28th down in Conyers, Georgia. It's about, I don't know, 30 minutes southeast of Atlanta, um, depending on where you live. It's about an hour southeast of me. But uh, yeah, get your tickets now. We've got uh, Spike Cohen, Shane Hazel, uh, Tower Gang Pod will be there. And the guest tonight, Mr. Binkley, is going to be co-hosting a presidential debate with the seven candidates in the LP. Um, Brad, do you know the seven candidates by heart yet? Uh, I, I know some of their names. I know Toad is going to be in the, in the race. <laughs> I was telling Perfect. my friend, my first question to Toad is, what's your last name, Toad? We need a little more information. <laughs> I've, I think that's a good first question. No, no. North Carolina put him on the no, ballot. I, I've been familiarizing myself with the candidates. I've watched all three of the previous debates uh, multiple times and mm -hmm. their town halls and stuff. So I've gotten pretty familiar with them and uh, uh, their positions and their style. And I think yeah. it's going to be exciting. I mean, it's a lot of candidates. I mean, it's basically like the Republican convention of this year or Republican debates or the what was it like 20 something candidates in the democratic race last presidential election? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, you get 10 seconds each. <laughs> there were like 30 something people who filed for the LP nomination. I think most are, you know, just idiots to sign a piece of paper, but. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, y'all, what, how was y'all's vacation? What was, what was the vibe like when I was gone? How, how are the shows the shows go? Okay. I had fun, man. With Adam Nutter was on, it was a good time. Yeah, Mr. Adam Nutter. That yeah, he's fun. Hilarious, and he won at trivia. He beat Zane. Yeah, he won. <laughs> was it comedian trivia? Like, is that how he? We had a section that was comedian focused. Yeah. Is it like All celebrity uh, Jeopardy, there. where it's like the easiest questions for the celebrities? It's we, very like pandering to the celebrity. Yeah. Generally, we try to uh, have a category where the where the guest will do really well. Um, I didn't do that with you, Binkley. You're just going to have to tough it out. <laughs> <laughs> At least um, have an excuse for doing poorly then. So. There we go. It's um, all on audio engineering. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did take five years of that. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll kill it. Um, well, y'all. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy it's a new year. How's everybody feeling about the year 2024? Alden, what are your thoughts? Like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen this year? I mean, I'm terrified because I'm sober this month and it's like all starting to hit me that I'm like, oh my oh, God. You're doing sober January. Yeah, yeah. Like a dry January thing. So yeah. I have actually been ignoring it for a long time. And now all the realization that like our world sucks is just hitting me all this week. So <laughs> I'm scared. 
<laughs> okay, well, I, I did. I was sober for a few months last year, and it, the world is not so bad, Alden. <laughs> a few minutes of sobriety last year. Yeah, Perfect. a few minutes. I was sober for about six I'm guessing hours. that was when you were in Montana, though, Jake. And I mean, it's kind of far from the real world. No, that is the real world. <laughs> this is the fake world. The world that we're in right now is the fake world. Montana is the real world. Um, Binkley, what uh, what are your thoughts on what's going to happen? Let's we'll say politically in 2024. I think that chaos is probably a, a good way to describe it. I think there's going to be a lot of inner cro crossing over of all these various uh, threads that have been established. The mm. AI, the politics, mm. all been weaving in together. The identity uh, division. I I think it's going to be like the final season of the craziest action show like that you've ever seen. And, and I think that a lot of people are probably not going to even respond to it because they've been so numb to all of the chaos. I mean, how, how much further can you go than multiple investigations and videos of gay sex caught by hidden cameras going on in the Senate and then no, nobody caring because on the other hand, candidates are running and raising money because they're having sex with other people while their husband watch, and that's jacking up. Their Everything is porn in politics, and I expect this to just continue. It's almost like the fall of Rome. Not, not, I don't think we're falling, but I think the decadence is reaching an all-time high. I would say that, honestly. I would say we're falling. I say yeah. it's a collapse of empire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the question is how fast, because you, you don't really know how fast when you're in it. And like people oh, who hundreds of years to fall. Yeah, exactly. A thousand like, years. If you count the Eastern Roman Empire, I mean, and like we would only be at the very beginning stages of that. But also our this empire hasn't lasted as long as the Roman Empire did to begin with. No, so, they were so I don't they know. Didn't have social media. They didn't have social media. Exactly. <laughs> Nick, what uh, what do you think is going to happen in 2024? What are, or what are you most excited about in 2024? Uh, Bitcoin having. There we go. Yes, <laughs> that's the best thing that's going to happen in 2024. So, are you got? Do you got? Do you guys feel confident that that is going to have the the bump effect uh, that people expect? It's gonna. It will have a bump effect. Uh, the. the how much of a bump, I don't know. But the fact that that and ETFs are happening at the exact same time uh, yeah, is ETFs unprecedented. Be, yeah. I, was just list, I was just catching up on some of the Bitcoin shows and I was listening to uh, TFTC yeah. uh, from a couple of weeks back. And uh, Marty Benton had, had a guy on who was more of a traditional finance guy. And he's like, I don't think you guys, I don't think the Bitcoin community grasps how much money is sitting in, mm. in ETFs right now. Mm. And he's like, what do you think? You know, and I, I guess the number is about ten trillion dollars of is sitting in ETFs currently. Well, when they oh, like, when they like when they filed for gold ETFs, uh, what was it like thirty years ago, twenty years ago, something like that? Um, the price, the value of gold went up eight hundred percent in the first week. Um, which is, I'm not saying Bitcoin's going to duplicate that but it's it's definitely something that's interesting especially with the having happening around the exact same time so it's yeah now yeah. personally like i'm not a giant giant fan of like the fact that blackrock's going to be buying up billions of dollars worth of bitcoin yeah i don't care but i mean there's, there's not much they can 
do with it just hold the supply and i mean it, it's still it's concerning in some ways but i am uh you know but bitcoin's an open network and individuals can do what they want with it so. grumpy says jim kramer said bitcoin is here to stay that's not ah, a good well, sign time to liquidate. everybody sell your bitcoin oh my gosh i, I got real in, intrigued by it when the rake ray token which is what rockfin uses for its okay. uh video platform yeah. they pay you in in that token and they just had a halving and it the price is definitely it's gone up um a pretty good percentage and it stayed there and so it gets me pretty excited about the bitcoin one as well i, I was kind of doubting it until i saw that and i had i felt the real effect of it myself yeah i mean you can you can go back and look at the his the history of bitcoin having over the last what is it it's 16 years so three times it's halved um and yeah. it, it gets a bump and stays up and then you know keeps going and then drops back down it does its usual bitcoin thing and, and that's what i worry about is the the rule of three uh, is i just worry some curveballs coming mm. you know i don't know I'm, this is well, not i think the curveball this time is the etf yeah. yeah yeah that's probably i mean true. that I, just listening to that episode it was like i might be underestimating what an etf is going to do yeah yeah um, no kidding no, I, I don't price my Bitcoin in dollar terms in my mind. I mean, kind of like I like looking up and seeing a big number, but <laughs> a bigger number. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not selling. I'm I mean, what? Long haul. Yeah, I am, too. I mean, I'll, I'll trade my Bitcoin every now and then um, just to use it as a currency. But it drives me nuts. The people who will like if the price of Bitcoin changes, they'll change how much they like, even if it changes like ten dollars they'll change how much they require from me it's like dude bitcoin's literally going up no matter what so like yeah. why why are you nickel and diming me over you know 20 bucks this is ridiculous i got screwed out of a bunch of bitcoin it was my own fault for being on the platform but it went bankrupt voyager yeah oh, you know i didn't do you know i didn't do the uh this yeah. more secure way to have it and they you know they went under and they got bought and we got like 25 30 percent or something like that of what we had that's and it's a big big bummer when you see the price going up yes yeah, i finally got a cold card i need to set that up i've been keeping it on a ledger but i don't like what ledger's been doing recently so yeah i don't either but I, i've got some on ledger arculus is pretty decent um so i have I've, a cold, cold card as well cold card so yeah cold card's great zane um you're living in a christmas house right now what uh what are your thoughts for 2024 <laughs> There has never been a better time to be alive. <laughs> Cherish your friends and loved ones. I mean, that's always and the time. ever op the ever uh, optimist. I Ooh. thought about asking somebody to bet me about who is going to be president in 2024 because I unfortunately think that it's probably going to be Biden because I don't really see Trump being able to beat him. However. I, then I realized that I could be out my money and wind up with Gavin Newsom as president, which would make <laughs> me hate myself. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, interesting. I, I think I saw headlines the other day that like a third of Americans think that the that the last election was illegitimate. Now, like the number has been growing. It has. I, think, I mean, it every has. every election's illegitimate. Yeah. In the past well, period. I know from our <laughs> right. I know. Sixteen years at least. Mr. Stephen Hilton, welcome to the show, brother. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. That, that was up? one thing we didn't talk about. What's everybody drinking? I know Alden's drinking nothing. Yeah, water. I've got uh, I've got All Nations whiskey. 
Oh, nice. Coffee. <laughs> Perfect, perfect time of day for that. Thing. Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> wild Heaven Sunburst. Shout All out right. to Wild Heaven. Zane, why don't you show your embarrassing drink? Uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> Zane has Topo Chico below the screen, y'all. Okay. So just so everybody knows why it looks like I'm living in Christmas land and why my audio is probably bad, is I'm at my parents' dog sitting and the only alcohol that's here, aside from my dad's really nice bourbon, which he probably wouldn't appreciate it if I helped into myself it. to it, is Topo Chico. So that's <laughs> yeah. specifically exotic pineapple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nick? What, what he didn't say it? is that his dad is Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, I don't have I don't have anything. I had I uh, I finished off the uh the desktop whiskey that I had sitting on my desk at uh, New Year's. Is it? Uh, so, is it literally called desktop whiskey, or is it just? No, but that sounds like a great that. business idea. That does. Keeping, yeah, I was keeping a uh, I was keeping a bottle on the desk here so that anytime I was like on a meeting or mm -hmm. uh, on this, mostly on meetings, uh, I could sit and drink. There's a lot of brand ideas. You can have inner inner jacket coat pocket whiskey. Mm. Yeah, you can have uh, glove compartment whiskey. <laughs> I mean, I like this. I feel like you could have just one brand that is like household whiskey and then have all these different kinds. Of yeah. Little. Yeah. Little they they just come in like, you know, camouflageable case that can't be identified. I like this a lot. <laughs> we should launch our own Liberty Libations brand whiskey. I am not opposed to this. I think Steven would be the one to make it for us. Uh, I know some guys. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Jared, Jared has the. Oh, Jared has to do it. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, just called, we just called him out on yeah. on, on the live stream, but yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's get into the first story now that Steven's here. Um, let's go. Zach, put it up on the screen. All right. So oh, we were promised. <laughs> We were promised a lot of things. Everybody was talking about a list of people that were uh, in the Epstein documents and all this garbage. And what we ended up with yeah. was 40 uh, testimonies, I guess you could say, depositions that are the driest, most boring, stupidest things to read. Um, so mm -hmm. I didn't make it all the way through this. I did not either. One. I, I went through a lot of that. I, I did a couple hours yeah. on this last night and I, I, it's everything that I think probably you guys and, and I expected, which is nothing. And yeah. I actually think that the purpose of them releasing stuff like this is never going to come out with such fanfare. If there's actually anything incriminating yes. in there, I, I think that this will be used to with the media narrative, vindicate the Clintons specifically. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is unfortunate because I, I've been talking about this for years. I spent the most of my show last night focused on this, saying that if you want to see the interesting documents, they've been out for years now. They're from the 2008 Jeffrey Epstein case where he got that sweetheart deal when he was facing potentially yes. life in prison and mm -hmm. the plea negotiation letter, which relies on his relationship with Bill Clinton, the fact that he was part of the group that conceived of starting the Clinton Global Initiative and the fact that Ghislaine Maxwell avoided her deposition with the victim's lawyer who I spoke with the victim's lawyer years ago. Uh, she avoided it by saying 
when she was subpoenaed that she's in the UK taking care of her sick mom and that she'd right. never again be back in the United States only to two months later be photographed at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. <laughs> Those documents look very bad for the Clintons. They've never been asked about it, it but these will be used yeah. to vindicate them is my prediction. This, yeah. yeah. What this, what this whole dump of these 40 documents reminds me of. So do you ever watch Veep? Yeah. 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 Okay. Just they, they talk, they do this. Um, they, they just put out, an insane amount of information for people to go through, but then they keep back all the important things that everybody actually wants. And so they act like they're giving you everything, but they actually give you jack squat and they, they call it a deluge. Um, and it's idiotic. And like, from what I could tell, I skimmed a bunch of them. I read as much as I could. Um, but man, it's just dry nothingness. There's, there's like nothing in there, really. No, the most damning thing that I've come across so far is someone saying one of the witnesses <laughs> saying that Jeffrey Epstein once told her that Bill Clinton likes him young. Yeah. 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 The hearsay thing of that. Yeah. 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 Well, there was there's one part in there with uh, Prince Andrew and, and that guessing an age game. Yeah. 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 Kind of interesting. And the puppet. There was that also. Prince Andrew. Because he was guessing underage. Yeah. So like if that's true. I mean, we we knew. But yeah, it's mostly stuff that we knew were could. That's the thing, though. Like, I couldn't care less about Prince Andrew. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a crap. I want <laughs> I want to take down the I want to take down all the idiot politicians here in the United States and all the people who have profited um, off of off of us and off of our money and our taxes and screwing over the American public. So I couldn't care less about the prince. Like, yeah. whatever. Everybody his knows was Jimmy Savile anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, so you learned from. <laughs> Perfect. That's a good thing you stopped yourself before you specifically said the Clintons. Yeah. Otherwise, I think you'd be uh, having a right-handed gunshot to the left side of your head. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh yeah. I, one of my favorite Clinton stories is the guy that folded himself up in a duffel bag backwards and zipped it fully. Um. There was, uh, yeah, there, there was some spy that, that spy, they found yeah. in Europe. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. He was right, folded right. up in a duffel bag and it was ruled a suicide. He yeah, locked yeah. himself in there. It's the dumbest story you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what did I do? Right. You, know, it's only, you can only open it from the outside, I guess. I, it's, yeah. or, what yeah, a, what a astounds me. Robbery where nothing was stolen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, what astounds me is that like these people are able to get away with this forever. And like there's not... Yep. Like I don't understand how there's not somebody in some position of power somewhere that can use their power to expose all of this for real and actually yeah. get a real trial. Like it, it blows my mind. Either everybody's on the take or they have blackmail on everybody. And that's I think it's the blackmail. I, I like, think blackmail. I, I yeah. think there's more hidden cameras in the halls of yeah. Congress than an Airbnb bathroom. <laughs> Every room is being monitored all the time. I mean, you guys know about the second video investigation of the. Uh, act. There was a couple of videos that were investigated a year and a half ago that nobody said anything about until I, what I could decipher. It was obviously leaked to this new newspaper that is has a lot of ties to China. I don't know what all the propaganda is with all that, but it's a weird thing that they got it. But this guy or this this video and this image showed up on Snap about 18 months ago. And one of them was a high ranking staffer, uh, a Democrat. Uh, no, I, I was a Republican staffer. Is who he was. He worked for a Republican congressman. I can't remember the guy's name. News, not Newsom, but it knew something. New House, I think, was uh, the one. And it was a video of this guy, the staffer, 
masturbating in his boss's office, filming himself masturbate, right? And alongside of that, there was an image from what appeared to be the same office that showed two guys having sex, but you could not see who they were. Mm -hmm. And they conducted this investigation of this guy, you know, chalk in his two is you know pull cue there in the office. And after the investigation, <laughs> I've never heard that before. The, his chalk boss in said, his pull cue. <laughs> you know, we we you know, we didn't find enough to do anything. And you know, I don't know about you, but if you got wrongly accused of a thumb in your your you know your dick in some in your boss's office, and they investigated you for it, You'd then pretty bad. I, I wouldn't keep working there. For two months, like this guy did. He, he kept working there for two months, and then he left on good terms. And then when he left, there was a grand press release from his boss who investigated him. It's like, just a couple months ago, I thought you were wanking it in my chair. But now I'm so happy that you've gotten this wonderful new job outside of D.C., and we wish you all the best. And I'm like, there's a little blackmail going on here. And the reason they were able to do all that is because at the time, nobody knew that he had been investigated except them. So they buried it, but somebody leaked it to this mm -hmm. new publication. And... That, to me, is the story that's not being focused on. Yeah. You don't just have two incidents of this that are, oh, that's probably the only two. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a Jeffrey Epstein Island over there, probably. Well, and, and supposedly a big uh, sex ring operation just got busted up. Yeah, often in DC. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, all this stuff is tied together. I mean, that's they're using honeypots left and right, any mm. kind of blackmail they can use. And then there's always, it's, I mean, look at the, job they applied for on purpose like what kind of an egomaniac do you have to be to want that kind of job anyway it's right like, these are the kind of people that are attracted to that position of power mm. just naturally <clears throat> uh, but and so i think the, the, the latest video you talking about the one that was before christmas well the one before christmas was the first one in the news but at, like okay. a, a week or so after that one came out there was a story about how that wasn't the first video to be investigated the one eight the one happened 18 months before that nobody knew about until right after this other one came out that was a that was a democrat staffer uh because I, I remember reading um what was it they, they finally got a, a street side interview you know the guys the senator's walking down the sidewalk and he's being asked about the staffer and all he could do is oh it's a uh, it's a private matter it's being investigated i love that you guys see the articles that were like i can't remember the guy's name from the the video which that was the worst day on twitter ever like that was the I stayed okay, off Twitter that entire day. Everybody <laughs> decided they needed to share this boofing going on on there. I'm like, I, I believe you. Stop sharing it. And how do I search this? Two dudes boofing on the Senate floor and not get the worst search results you've ever seen. Right. No, that was yeah, that was brutal. Even even the couple days afterwards were brutal. I stayed off that day though. I was like, I'm not gonna. It was. Watch. It was. I'm trying to watch. I'm trying to like scroll with one eye. Is there any other news other than butt sex in the Senate? Like anything. <laughs> Barney Frank is in the chat. Walk a black light just through the halls of Congress with all the lights out and see what the hell they find. Oh, God, jeez, I can't. The crime's a hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, um, Nick, I would imagine you've read the most into these documents. Maybe, maybe Binkley's read more. I don't know. What are I think Binkley what, read more? But... What, what are your What are your thoughts on what you've read so far? Yeah, I mean, the, kind of what we've said here is that there wasn't any incredible bombshells i mean yeah. there's some interesting names that come up uh i was most surprised i think by the stephen hawking one and just trying to <laughs> think through uh <laughs> how right. that works 
when I saw that, like, I saw somebody had posted it in, like, a meme chat that I'm in, and I thought that it was fake, but you're telling me that it's real? It's real. Well, there was yeah. a fake one. Too. There was one with, mid there's one talking about midgets, which I believe, which is fake. Yeah, the midgets, there's, 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 oh, but the number of where, memes uh, out there are, like, just people in wheelchairs going as fast as they possibly can to get to the orgy. Like it's freaking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. There, there was a, there was a, there was a letter from, uh, there was an email from Epstein uh, that, that basically was like a couple lines and it was like, Hey, is there anyone related to uh, Virginia Jufre that we can uh, pressure to, to have her, you know, to say she's lying about Stephen Hawking at the orgy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, at least at least Stephen we know that what would express is ADA compliance. <laughs> <laughs> so I it's, read it's that. Like, it's very like a bunch of chicks just around a, a computer a keyboard, I guess, <laughs> sending messages to him. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is. I mean, that just the visual of that in my head is wild. Pretty sexy. Like, gosh. <laughs> I, I, weird. I, mean, yeah. I have no comment on it. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> it's just, it's a weird one. I mean, he, I, I think our best shot to corroborate some of the Epstein stuff was yeah. um, there was a, I don't know if it was a state, a state rep or a U.S. rep out of California a few years back, but he got caught like trying to do some kind of role play stuff. He was dressed up like a tiger and like trying to have sex with one of his interns or something. So he's like a uh, Biden staffer nowadays. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, but, you know, guys like that. Like those are the ones to be like, hey, who've you been hanging out with for the last like ten years? Right. <laughs> and what's crazy is that stuff is is being normalized. Like Biden actually has a staffer that does, he's like lives as a dog outside of the White House when he's not there. Oh yeah, the dude that was stealing uh, luggage. I think the luggage the guy. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. It's like wait, the luggage guy was that also? I uh, yeah, I, there, he was. I think was. I think it's the same guy. I was into a little bit of furry play. I, I see. <laughs> you that used to be something you you hid from people, not something you put at the top of your resume. Yeah, but right. it's it's progress, Binkley. Right, exactly. Quality <laughs> for progressive once, one, you know. I guess this is, this is just how humans evolve. Where we start pretending like yep. we're animals, and then we turn back into animals. That's kind of right. how it goes. And you get monetized <laughs> for being the weirdest animal. And you make a lot of money off of it. Right. Can you like the balls on Epstein though? To be like, how do we compromise Stephen Hawking? <laughs> and then he try, and he makes it happen. That yeah. wouldn't I mean, like of all the people to go after. Yeah. What 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 are you gonna do with Stephen Hawking? Well, he does theorize about black holes. I <laughs> knew it was coming up at some point. Right, but like yeah. imagine but uh, like expanding. Uh, I can just imagine though, like you're you're told to do do things to Stephen Hawking. You're like, I'm just gonna unplug him. He can't he, he wouldn't be able to tell anyone that I didn't do anything. <laughs> Maybe that's he how he gets off. Unplug, unplug, so unplug, plug back in, unplug, plug back in. <laughs> You just, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> is am I the only one who's who thinks it's really funny that the facilitator of all this has a first name which is could be pronounced Gislaine? Yeah, right. So there's that, <laughs> oh, and great. also yeah. the the head of the Senate Judiciary Committee. You know who that is? Where all the the sex was going on on the Senate floor? It's Dick Durbin. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. It's unbelievable. And then I think what some other names that were mentioned in there, what former New Mexico governor Bill Richardson. Yep. Yeah, he was mentioned. And then uh Leo DiCaprio was mentioned. Uh uh Pritzker of the uh yep. Hyatt Hotel. Yep. Um Kate Blanchett, Bruce Willis. Although Bruce Willis, I think, 
has like Alzheimer's now or dementia. So there's there's He's also a lot of there. names that weren't. I mean, like I know Richardson and uh, Pritzker; those were actual names accused of things. There were a lot of names that just came up. Yes, like David Copperfield was entertaining. Yeah, guess yeah. or something, and who, know, who knows what else? But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yet these allegations didn't disappear. That's the fascinating part to me. <clears throat> well, like. I mean, there's a lot, there, there wasn't a list like everyone thought there was going to be. There wasn't any of this, but um, at, as usual, one news website that does, or news account that does cover it pretty well and try to cover their bases is Real News No Bullshit. Um, on yeah, they, were, they were putting up names and then put it, I saw them putting up the uh, text where the names appeared so you could get the... Yep, the actual text, because they, they started putting it out at the beginning, and then they deleted their first post because everyone was misreading it and not understanding what they were saying and assumed certain things. And so, they, yeah, I like those guys over there. They they try to do it correctly. Um, so if you're on Instagram, go over there. What's think, that website um, again? Uh, Real News No Bullshit. I think, I don't, I've never been to their website. I've only followed them on Instagram. So I, I tell people your time is better spent finding those 2008 documents and okay. reading through those. I mean, there's a lot of them and they used to be available online. You just find them. Yeah. I put on, on our website, got removed multiple times. And then they were only, I could only find them on pacer.gov, which is a, a government or like federal government website with all court documents and stuff. They're probably still there. Uh, I had to pay for them there. It doesn't cost very much, but it's far more interesting than the one than these so, so far anyway. Yeah. I mean, this is what one, like tenth, one like eighth of what they actually have. I think it's right. 250 documents, and they released 40. You know what it's yeah. like? It's like uh, they do this. The same reason they usually don't release every episode of a new streaming show at one time, because yeah. people will binge it in one night, and then they'll, then they'll mm. be like, "What's next?" So yeah. they, they just do like one episode just to keep us engaged and distracted from other things. Yeah, but they mm -hmm. got they got to give us like a a cliffhanger or something. Give us something good. <laughs> you know? Something juicy in the first yeah. bit. And there was, I mean, from what I've read and other people have read, there's seems to be not much. I mean, I did love how Matt Jimmy listed, got about half being, the names listed have already had their day in court in one form or another. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like Kevin Spacey, uh, you know, with the, all the bus boys at the restaurant. So there's like three or four of them over the three or four years. That, Which he just re openly admits. He's like, yeah, I'd love those bus boys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you know, I found him attractive. Invited him back to my house. He said he had a headache, so he went to sleep. Nothing happened. Sure, perfect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, roofies uh, tend to give you a headache. Yeah. Well, and, and then Leo <laughs> DiCaprio. You know, I heard he's about to disown his role in the Titanic because it was filmed more than twenty years ago. Yeah, it's uh, too old. Oh, <laughs> right. Stephen. You guys you know, saw the Tucker interview with uh, not Kevin Spacey, but Frank Underwood. Yeah. Right. What is mm -mm. what is up with that dude? So for like three years in a row, while he was kicked out of Hollywood, Kevin Spacey did these weird videos yes. on Christmas Eve where he was just Frank Underwood saying really weird stuff. But it was Aki just kind of like, man. yeah. And so Tucker interviews Frank Underwood on Christmas Eve, which I think a lot of people were really confused by. <laughs> As they should be. Yeah. Wait, is Frank Underwood? Is that his character's it's name? His character, yeah. yeah. In yeah, yeah okay. It's he was in character the whole interview with Tucker. So that is so strange. Hundred percent. And like the first time he did it, I remember people were like, "Oh my gosh, Kevin Spacey's like it's his first interview since this whole scandal." Everybody watched, and it was him as Frank Underwood. 
and right, yeah like, what <laughs> the so crap weird, is going on right now like, that so is they, so weird mind, man like, and, and he does the same stuff too like he does in the show is he's talking to tucker and then he answers and then he looks directly at camera and goes i really like a little <laughs> cocaine and a hard boner like just some weird shit and then he goes back to tucker. <laughs> did none of y'all watch it it's wild it is okay i know what i'm doing later tonight yeah yeah <laughs> it's incredibly entertaining um I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's creepy and entertaining at the same time. It's strange. It's a strange combo. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have much left on the Epstein stuff. Just, just because I didn't find these documents that interesting. Outside of like the documents, but like what they pertain to, did you see that like, uh, Hawking was, uh, on a submarine tour or whatever that was like paid for by Epstein. And he was at a dinner party on one of his islands and things like that. And like, so he's very much in the loop some in some way but i mean and that's what been they kidnapped should be focusing though. on how easy would it be to kidnap stephen hawking like, <laughs> he, may not, he may not have been there on under his own volition yeah that's true well, yeah like who knows what he was communicating they just have they have the photo op of him but what they should really along you know they should actually be exposing the real uh, crimes that were committed but this network or this this uh technique that was used to compromise all of these people is clearly what the spy agencies use around the world what what congressmen i mean you, you see it everywhere like I think everybody sees it now but it's just not being focused on just how compromised probably like every single person with any power is honeypot blackmail man mm -hmm. yeah yep and I mean that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Grumpy. To all politicians act, act listening, yeah. <laughs> to all politicians listening, don't be a perv and go to church. <laughs> How, we need to separate those sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that 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 sounded weird. Don't be yeah, a perv. Don't be a, yeah, don't be a oh, perv at church. All right. Pope is what he's saying. Is don't be the pope. <laughs> right. Um, Nick, are, did you see the? Did you have oh, sorry. Tonight? I do have nerd meeting tonight. Okay, I didn't want to get started with trivia if you are. Yeah, I'll I'll hop off because I I need to probably have a little bit of a break between this and that anyway. That yeah, starts in a little bit, so. All right. I'm out. Uh, but yeah, I can at least hit the start of this. We're doing nerd meeting every week until we uh, finish everything. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thanks so for hopping on at the beginning, weeks. man. Appreciate oh yeah, it. I'll be back next time. Sounds Hopefully. good. Later, man. Have a good one. Peace. See ya. Thanks. All right. Well, then I think it's that time. Zach, let's do it. It is trivia time. All right. The categories. Bink Binkley, I don't think we were doing trivia when you uh, were on here last. So uh -uh. the categories are This Day in History, Grumpy Gnome's Birthday Animals. Um, by the way, it is Grumpy Gnome's birthday today. Happy oh, birthday. right on. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, Grumpy Gnome picked out four of the five questions in round two. Um, and then final is Vikings. Final round is Vikings. The television show? Nope. Just oh, the it. team, the, the people. <laughs> the people. <laughs> not Definitely not the Minnesota Vikings. Um, round one, 10 questions, one point each. Round two, five questions, two points each. Round three, three questions, three points each. Um, every question is a free for all. Binkley, you reach to your camera to answer. So it's oh, okay. Yeah. That's my buzzer. Yep. That's your buzzer. Um, <laughs> if you learn how to answer when it's not your turn, you lose a point. 
if a contestant answers, they can't give another answer until everyone has answered. And the winner of trivia is no longer a loser. So here we go. Let me pull it up over here. Sorry, I am not organized. I haven't done this in a month. All right, this is actually an updated scoreboard. Zane has won 13 times. Alden has won six. Nick has won four times. Steve and the guest are tied at three. And the audience has one win. Um, we do need to figure out a better way to score this so that, uh, yeah, we, we got to reset the score and start over at some point. So maybe we'll do that after convention or something. Probably just do that today. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that was the final score of 20, 2023. That's what I thought yeah. was going on, but yeah. It was, and then I forgot until just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, round one, this day in history. On this day in 1948, which Southeast Asian nation gained its independence from Great Britain? Zach. Cambodia. Incorrect. Zane. Um, Thailand. Nope. Steven. Ceylon. Nope. Alden. Um, Myanmar. Or Burma would be Burma then. It's Burma. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alden gets a point. Question number two. On this day in 2010, what famous building opened in the Middle East? Alden. That big, tall one in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a it name is... for me? No. <laughs> the big, tall one. I think Zach was next. Burj Khalifa. Burj Khalifa ah, is correct. That's what I said, the big tall one. It must be where the leaders of Hamas live. <laughs> Burj Khalifa is Arabic for big tall one. Yeah, it, see? It's I'm cultured. Really? <laughs> no. Gosh, I hope it's not. All right, next question. On this day in 2007, which despicable person was elected Speaker of the House? <laughs> oh, God. Zane. I'm going to go Nancy Pelosi on that. You are correct. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Who looks uh, exactly like AOC naked, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. On this day, so I'm 19, told, so I'm told. 1965, which American English author known for The Wasteland died in London? Alden. T.S. Eliot. T.S. Eliot is correct. Bravo. I'm glad <laughs> we're all nodding. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that. yeah, I knew it. I got the book right over there. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just happy art I, school I paid off for Alden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On this day in 1853, who legally obtained their freedom from slavery with their story later being adapted for the big screen? Zane. Abraham Lincoln. No. <laughs> <laughs> Zane. Uh, Dred Scott. Incorrect. Alden. Um, North something, Northrop, Solomon Northrop, the 12 days of slave guy. Yeah. Solomon Northrop is, is that the Will Smith movie. No, that was, uh, I forget who was in that one. This was like eight years ago or something. I, I didn't watch the Will Smith. I'm not watching anything. I don't Smith you know, I anymore. Do I mean, I, I, barely, I barely watch any movies anymore. I went and saw Napoleon on that movie. So. How was it? They show a shoelace penis. <laughs> uh, no, they did not. It, I mean, it had like one great battle scene and the rest was just like, yeah. I mean, what's his face? Who directed that? The guy who directed gladiator. Oh, um, and alien An alien. Yeah. 
Ridley Scott. Uh, Ridley, yes. yeah. What he used to be awesome. Side and trivia going on. Now here. he sucked. Right. He, he sucked. got a little loose with his history, from what I read. Yeah. Oh no, the history was terrible. Okay. The, the you don't don't go watch it for the history. <laughs> you know, somebody in New York owns Napoleon's penis. What? What? Is that a real thing? Napoleon's penis is a Wikipedia page. It's somebody <laughs> in New York. It's gone through three owners, and I think the most recent valuation of it was like fifteen hundred bucks, and it looks like a one point five inch shoelace. Is what I read. <laughs> Well, you know right. you made it when you have a Wikipedia page for your penis. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number six. On this day in 1999, what united Europe for the first time since the ninth century under Charlemagne's reign? Zach. Uh, some soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Incorrect. Zang. The European Union. Incorrect. Did you say 99? 1999? 1999, what united Europe for the first time since the ninth century under Charlemagne's reign? Man, I'm actually shocked y'all aren't getting that. Nope. Steven? Alden? I got yeah, a <laughs> All right, it's back. It wasn't... It's open to the floor again. Yeah. Yeah, no one's getting it. Y'all got 15 seconds. United Europe. This is shocking to me. So really? I think the answer is going to be we're all going to be like, oh, we should have done that. We see the answer. Yeah, probably. Five, four, three. Zach. <laughs> I feel like I'm off on the year, but I'll just go with Princess Diana's death. Incorrect. I united yeah, the whole that, world. It's the euro. Oh, the euro. Oh. Hmm. Wow. Was that separate from the whole EU thing? Like, is that yep. its own timeline? Yep. It was okay. its own thing. Uh, I had related, it. but technically separate. Yeah, I thought yeah. related that but was separate. The same yeah, thing. No. Huh. It was not. It was not enacted at the exact same time the EU was was created. Hmm. I knew that like other countries joined later, but I thought it was part of the initial package or whatever. Nope. Interesting. Yeah. On this day in 1996, which company announced their production of an electric car? Oh, God. Zane. Ford. Incorrect. Alden. Toyota. Nope. No? Steven. They made the EV. Nissan. Nope. Zach. Smart. No. Binkley, it's, it's, the floor is yours, man. I'm just trying to think of any other car brands that I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've named them all. That's it. I'm pretty sure. Chevrolet. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know who it is. VW, that's probably what it is. It, it is not VW. Right. Alden, it's back to you. Is it Tesla? Did he announce it like way early or something? No. Okay. Fiat? No. Steven? No. Hyundai? No. <sighs> All right. Is it a brand that's common still today? Yes. Zane? Lamborghini. Incorrect. Binkley, <laughs> it's back to you. And then I will give a hint. I, I already forgot what's even been said. Yeah, it, is, it is an American brand. Alden. Chrysler? This is unbelievable. No. Have we said Ford already? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's GM. GM. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> you know, that really obscure one. No, he got it. Grumpy Gnome. Yeah, Grumpy got it. I'm giving yeah. it to the audience because they you were guys trying. So they were doing electric cars in the late 1800s at one point. Like, oh, this... yeah. No, they got buried because of the oil industry. The Toyota EV or EV1 or whatever it was, they were all basically like that was, bought back that was and GM. crushed. Was the EV1. I thought that was Toyota, the EV1. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> it's Gia. Yeah, okay. So I know the story, but the wrong make then. Gotcha. Yeah, you just have it all wrong. That's okay. Where they were all like crushed or whatever. Tom Hanks owned one. I'm sure and then it was did. like bought back. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. Those cars just catch island. fire and you can't put them out for like three weeks. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> to bury them. Yep. Let's, it, when they put them in those lots where they're, you know, where, when they're totaled or whatever, they have to space them out by like 30 yards. So that they really? don't, so they don't blow like, up. Yep. Domino explode each other. Yep. Or you, should, you can yeah. go look at pictures of these lots where they have to get rid of EV cars and they have to space them apart by like it takes up so much space. I, I see these electric charging stations for Tesla too in the strangest places. Like I saw just a big one in the ghetto the other day. I'm like, who the fuck is driving <laughs> Teslas around here? <laughs> you yeah, want to stop there for two hours? Like, all right. Well, there, there's been billions in government money. So there, there was two billion that Biden signed off on when he first got in office for EV charging stations that so far zero have been built. Um, <laughs> he gave it to Zelensky just in the interim. Right. Well, and then there's a lot of the COVID money that's going down to the states, and that's some of the stuff they have to incentivize mm. to get the whole, you know, community development block grants, is what they're <clears> called. Um, you know, there's there's strings tied to all that stuff. There's federal guidelines they have to adhere to to get the money. Yeah. And that's one of the things. And uh, what it, all the automakers just adopted the the Tesla charging cable format, the NACS. So it's all a standardized plug now for all the EV cars. Every update, they're going to have a new plug like the smartphone. You got to buy another one. <laughs> Wait, right. te- Tesla adopted the NACS one? Well, Tesla made it. That, that's yeah, okay. proprietary that's, okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. charging they're, they're port. But all the other automakers are, are adopting that charging plug. He, so do they have to he pay He wouldn't let like... them at the beginning. Right. Yeah he, yeah, he refused to let them use his chargers at the beginning. That's interesting. Does he get like royalties for it or something like that? Or we just I don't know. We just totaled our Tesla, though. I, Again, I, wait, a separate thing? No, this is they finally decided it was totaled. Oh, I thought you had said that it was not totaled. It wasn't. And then they came back and said, nope, it's totaled. So, well, you had a dent on the fender, so it's it it's was pretty still bad. Drivable. It's wild what they'll total a vehicle. Did for. you yeah. like it? Uh, I liked driving it. It's really fun to drive. The I'm issue, sure. Yeah. The issue with it, so it was in. We had it for seven years, and over the past year and a half, since it runs off a computer, the computer is slow as crap now. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have to get massive upgrades to the computer. Otherwise, it, I mean, there were times it took over a minute just to turn on. Stop watching porn with your car and it'll run faster. <laughs> yeah, have, you, have you cleared the cache? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Did you you got a blow in it, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number eight. On this day in 1896, which territory enters the Union as the 45th state? Alden. Utah. Utah is correct. All oh, wow. What killing it in round one. Damn. I didn't right. get GM, though. <laughs> <laughs> so. On this day in 1847, the U.S. government buys its first round of guns from which manufacturer? Stephen Wesson. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Winchester. Incorrect. Zane is next, and then Binkley. Uh, Browning. <laughs> no, Binkley. You I'll, get... I'll say Smith and Wesson again. I'm sure it's wrong. Incorrect. Alden. <laughs> Colt. 
Colt is correct. Samuel Colt. Yeah, after the Afro Man song. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where you got the inspiration. No, that's, this is my area of trivia. My, yeah, to, Audience Afro was just man. behind you, man. <laughs> just behind you. All right. On this day in 2006, Vince Young leads what team to a national championship over USC? Binkley. Texas. <laughs> Binkley is correct. Texas Longhorns. All right. Who lost this past weekend? Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm an I'm an Aggie, so oh, screw okay. Texas. <laughs> All right. Round two is gr or sorry. Um, we gotta go over the scores. After round one, Alden has five. The audience go to hell, Alden. <laughs> the audience, Brad, Zane, and Zach all have one, and Steven has zero. I'm already in hell. I'm sober. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're doing so well. There's <laughs> a lesson here. I think. Turns out you're really smart. All right. So four of these five questions are straight from Grumpy Gnome. What is a baby turkey called? <laughs> I was almost going to say turducken, and that's definitely not right. <laughs> no, that's got to be it. That's, that's incredible. Zach. A chick? Nope. Steven. A goblet. No. no. <laughs> Zane. A turquoise. No. Binkley. A breakfast biscuit. <laughs> Alden, it's going to go to you, and then we're just going to end this one. I'm going to just make up a word. It's a pluck. It is not a pluck. No, nah, it's what it is. It is a pult. Oh, I, was, no. I had the P, right? All right. Yeah, what I was going to say. Is that where poultry that. comes from? Maybe. Like the same uh, root word or whatever? Could be. Pult. Could be. I found that very interesting. Um, all right. Question number two. What is the primary ingredient in Bombay duck? Zane. Duck. Incorrect. That's, that's what I was going to say. say. <laughs> we were all going to, we we're all waiting to make a joke for duck. Like, I'm sorry. Bombay duck? Gin. No. I think it's Zach, then Binkley, then Steven. Bombay. <laughs> Incorrect. That's the gin, yeah. So it's Bombay duck. So, and it's not the Bombay and it's not the duck. Nope. Neither one. <laughs> Red meat. <laughs> Steven Saffron No That's right, a, I'm gonna, the I'm main ingredient That's an expensive dish It's another animal mm. Alden It's pult No <laughs> It's not pult <laughs> What's close to chicken. a duck? Geese It is not chicken Binkley it's not geese Zach Pork Nope Steven is the final guess, man. Oh, no, I guess Alden has one. Um, no, not you, Alden. Steven's I thought turn. you said, oh, my bad. You, you get to go after Steven. I'm glad <laughs> I said, um. <laughs> uh, Five seconds, Steven. Pheasant. Incorrect. Alden. Venison. My God. It's fish. That's <laughs> what? <laughs> fish? <laughs> It's she the GM of animals, fish. like something. Which fish, by the way, have longer memories than people realize. So I wouldn't be doing any catch and release fishing because they're organizing. <laughs> All right. Question number three: In California, what must you obtain prior to owning or using a mouse trap? Zane. A license. A hunting license. Nice. 
Like, that's crazy. In, in California, of course. Of course. Oh my god. That's fucking sorry, you that I my language. That's crazy. <laughs> you can you can let the language fly, Binkley. No worries. What is the offspring of a male horse and a female donkey? <laughs> no, Zane. A mule. Incorrect. <laughs> Alden and then Binkley. Alden. An ass. No, Binkley. A Clinton. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man no one's ever gonna get this <laughs> do one of those like zach those, like steven that, there, there's there's no even like i can't even <clears throat> give a hint for this i got yeah. i've never heard wow. of this word a stud it's a no. donkey and a what uh it was male a female donkey. it was a male horse yeah. and a female donkey male horse and a female a honky that's what i was just thinking too <laughs> I'm going to give it to Binkley. It's a henny. A henny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Give it to him. Binkley gets it. That was the closest anyone was ever going to get. Oh, my God. That's true. Final question of round two. <laughs> Which bird is known for its exceptional memory and can remember the locations of hundreds of food caches? Steven. Crow. Incorrect. Uh, I think Alden was next. Maybe I thought next. so, but. Alden, go. Uh, the raven. Incorrect. Zach is next, then Zane, then Binkley. Pigeon? No. Zane. Hummingbird? Nope. Binkley. Falcon? Nope. Uh, you will never have heard of this bird. <laughs> it is not a common bird. Um, the other hint I can give <clears throat> is there's a Christmas theme to the name of it. Alden, then Zane. Partridge? No. Zane. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> good, that's a good guess. Right? The blue-footed booby. <laughs> it's a, a callback. I, I think that's the answer. <laughs> Incorrect. Nice. Zach, I think you raised your hand. I was going to say partridge, and I haven't thought anything else. So. <laughs> I enough. thought that was it. I just got so excited. That was that was a good guess, honestly. I Thank feel you, misled. Steven? Steven? A zephyr? No. All right, Binkley, you get the last guess, and then we're, we're done with this one. An elf? <laughs> is grumpy trying to answer his own questions peacock. is it a peacock it is not a peacock <laughs> <laughs> the clark's nutcracker oh who's clark uh, it's, a great, it's a great question that was the one question grumpy did not come up with clark griswold the, the funniest <laughs> there you go yeah oh yeah it has, trivia. it has two christmas things clark griswold and nutcracker fun Perfect. all right after two rounds, Alden has five. Brad and Zane are tied at three. Audience and Zach have one. And Steven is still scraping the bottom of the barrel. That's right. All right. There's nothing there, Steven. You got to choose a different barrel, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question one. What is the term used for Viking warriors' self-sacrificial act of honor in battle? <clears throat> Zane. Berserking, berserking, huh. or going berserk. You were dang. Correct. Is that correct? So it's like twerking. <laughs> <laughs> you got to twerk in battle, and then I mean, you'll go to Valhalla. I feel like many nice. of them probably did. Um, what event marked the traditional end of the Viking Age in history? Zane. Uh shoot. Um. Yeah, you the Norman been. Conquest. Incorrect. It's a specific battle. Steven. 
Well, this is uh, as far as battles themselves. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's what it's Zach, called, Zach. I don't no. know. Ragnarok. In- incorrect. It <laughs> <laughs> was a good battle. Alden Binkley, y'all got anything? I got nothing. All right, Zane. Uh, if it's a specific battle, I'll say Battle of Stamford Bridge. That's very interesting. Wow. Wow. Shit. <laughs> wow. And in 1066. Only thing I knew about them was Hastings. Yeah. yeah. Never forget. Never forget. Well, with that question, uh, Zane I took think, the lead and cannot be overtaken. Yeah. I think there's a but runaway Zane train again. That was unbelievable. What? Final question. What was the Vikings system of writing called? Zane. Runes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> <Is Ellie broke>? <laughs> <laughs> I just I, it's just wow it's just crazy all right well thank y'all for playing Zane notches his first victory in 2024 it took him <coughs> it took him one episode to do it and, and how many victories did you have in 2023 again Zane? 13. Uh, yeah, I imagine uh, you're top of the leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I knew God. runes because yeah. I used yeah. to play a game called runes. Right. I did not know <laughs> the Stamford Bridge battle. I mean, that was so specific. That's <laughs> insane. <laughs> what can uh, I say? I went the battle in 1005. We, you know. <laughs> I went berserk on the questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we can't do that. Uh, no, no, we don't, we no. don't have a uh, Fed thing for for the middle of the bottom. That sucks. Here, <laughs> hang on, we're we're just gonna do this. There we go. Perfect. All right. <laughs> um, all right, Zach, you can come back, buddy. All right, let's uh, let's go talk about uh, unusual whales. Um, not the animal. Um, the pilot the actual, whale. The actual account. Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right. So they released their end of the year report. Um, politicians trading in 2023 like every year since 2020 u.s politicians beat the market and many in congress made unusually timed trades resulting in huge gains here are the top performers. um scroll over one for me brian higgins beat the market by 238 percent wow <laughs> returns calculated by estimating current stocks held in each member's portfolios then calculating year-to-date returns um, SPY year to date included for comparison. So SPY wow. is down here at 24%, and Brian <clears throat> Higgins beat it by 238%. Wow. Well, and look down at the bottom of the list this guy from California, Ro Khanna, just a couple of years ago, he led the charge in volume trading. <clears throat> Dude was doing like three, he was averaging 300 trades a day or something crazy like that. Good and I'm like, Lord. aren't you supposed to be working in Congress? Like, first off, I'm glad you're not, but second off, like, you're stealing my money. It's like, you know, what you're all you're doing is having sex on the Senate floor and trading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Just high volume trading and orgies. That's that's all your day is. Yeah. Um, does anybody recognize if there are any I mean Dan Crenshaw's on there, 38 percent I patch McCain. I patch yeah. McCain, yeah. Blumenthal. Um, yeah, I mean Pelosi did well as normal. Yeah. She yeah. was she was in a the, investor in Roblox. Are there any Georgia folks <laughs> on there? Marjorie Taylor Green apparently underperformed the market which yeah so did Rokana apparently he didn't even beat the SP or 
was it S and P five hundred? So because well, he's doing all the high yeah. volume trading, like the dude was just yeah, he's not good at it apparently. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Tommy, Tommy Tuberville wasn't he's, he a basketball coach? He's a football coach. Yeah, you football don't want him coach. lead a team. He's only doing seventeen percent. What he's a he's in Congress now? Oh that yeah, yeah, dude. He's a he's a like a MAGA, I think, and he is um he's totally still a football coach, but he's in Congress. Yeah, he's the former Auburn coach, and he's now the senator from Alabama. So there's somebody's name in here that's White House. Their name is White House. That's ridiculous. Where is that? Right in the middle there, <laughs> Sheldon White. Yeah, <laughs> Destiny. Sheldon, Sheldon should run. Wow. I mean, well, notice whose name's not on the list, and uh, you got to give credit where it's due. Chuck Schumer. Wow. Uh, he actually Schumer. leads the charge in members of Congress not trading assets. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, or at least yeah. lip service. I don't know if he really lives by it, but uh, <clears throat> I mean, if he's know, not up here, a bill comes around to stop insider trading, he signs it, and he's usually a co-sponsor. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I, I I meant to uh, mention this uh, a little while ago. Here, just, we'll remove this for a second. Um, so we're now streaming to eight destinations on five different platforms. Um, Instagram is the new one. And then Rumble, Peaceful Sea Productions Rumble. Instagram does this thing where you can only live stream for an hour. And so at an hour, mm. it just ends the live stream. So everybody, <laughs> everybody who's watching on Instagram, which actually was a good number of people, um, just got completely disconnected. And I meant to say and... something before the hour ended. <laughs> Weird time to stop. Well, Do they require you to like buy something to get more? No, I think they can only handle, I think that's how their platform's set up at the moment. It's um, just a limit for everyone. Like... I think I would have to like, somehow restart it i'm not really sure how that would i think oh. maybe if you show a little titty you get a little bit longer probably <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right, yeah. you got to give the algorithm a little something you know but yeah we had we had some wow. folks watching over there which which sucks what are the other wow. seven i know rumble and yeah i mean it's it's only five platforms so it's twitter facebook youtube rumble and instagram um we go through lp georgia and my company's accounts as well um cool just to get the most amount of people watching as, as humanly possible. Did uh, that unusual whales thing? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Eight different destinations. That means that all of our listeners can have their own destination to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I was That's saying self-deprecating humor. Bravo. <laughs> what were you what were you asking, Alden? Did that say that that was since 2020? Or no, this was that is, a separate this, fact? This, this year. It was since 2020, they've all outperformed the market. Oh, okay. That's what, because yeah. I was going to say in 2020, this was like the COVID-19 kind of thing. They had that closed door meeting and then everyone went and sold all their shares of yeah. like hospitality and restaurants and all of that. And shit. bought all yeah. their shares of like uh, medical devices and stuff. Like yeah. That. So I yeah. would like to see a comparative chart of them with leader, like CEOs of big corporations that have a lot of uh, co contracts with the government to see if they perform at similar levels. Yeah. That'd be right. Cool. Yeah. That'd be very interesting. <clears throat> I'd like to see where Jim Cramer is on the list. <laughs> I would love that. Negative yeah. 5%. <laughs> so does he always get it wrong now? Is that the thing with him? I mean, I think so. Always. It's, it's always, the always big things. wrong. Like, he'll, he'll give you the small chops. You know, he'll give you the little 5 to 10 percenters. But he'll predict something to be like this. This is going to double this year. It's going to the moon. And it just takes a crap three months later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for years, he said Bitcoin was a travesty and that no one should ever put money in it because it's never going to last. And now he's saying it's going to last. So I don't know how he still has like, a job, honestly. I don't I think either. he also 
He said like Bear Stearns is good right before they fail. Right before he it praised, fails. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was it like FTX? I think even like just everything yeah. for years. We can they'll, get it, they'll get it together. Yeah. So, so, interesting fact about uh, Sam Bankman Fried is that publication like it's called semaphore i think and they were just founded in like october 2022 they're the ones that got leaked the sex filmed and then masturbation filmed in the in congress mm-hmm. uh, the other story that we didn't hear about <clears throat> until now that happened 18 months ago uh, their biggest initial donor it was sam bankman fried and uh chinese company alibaba wow wow, wow. yeah well, and that CEO, whatever happened to him? Like he got kidnapped, Jack Ma. Yeah, but then he came back. Yeah, I mean, but he's like, he's like the Jeff Bezos of Asia. Yeah, and he just disappears for a couple of weeks, and then he's like, "Oh, I love Xi Jinping. He's yeah, he's a good he's, guy. He's docile now. He's tame. <laughs> they they have him under control. Does he work out all the time with a shaved head with a plastic wife like Jeff Bezos? <laughs> Is that that's the weirdest couple I've ever seen in my life? It's a weird. Oh couple. God. No, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Grumpy says trading while having sex on the Senate floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Times. Um, it's having sex while trading. Yeah, if you scroll over a couple. Oh, yeah, here it says Democrats beat the Republicans 31 to 18 percent. Um, but if you scroll over a couple of them, it shows r- realized gains. Um, it also says many members had more trades than legislative votes this year. Here are some of the highest realized gains of the year. Um yeah. I mean, it's yeah, there's there's Rokana. There you yeah. go. Yeah. He's on that list multiple times. Yeah, the rapper. I mean, all <laughs> these people there's like five people here and they're on the list. <clears throat> Josh Gothamir was that uh it's like a German guy? Got Gothamir? I think it's Gottheimer. Gottheimer. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Lord of the Rings, yeah uh let's see there's like three people in there you're right <laughs> i mean john godheimer made all his money on facebook meta um, oh i was looking i was like what is meta but gotcha, what is yeah. what is mnst anybody know i don't know that montana one. in uh, hope not um nvidia Video. no way is it monster energy <laughs> is it monster <laughs> energy it is. I, I know celsius is it really three years ago he made a hundred monster beverage corp. He wow. made one hundred and five percent off of his monster beverage corp investment. <laughs> you know, I bet that there are monsters and five-hour energy drink energy drinks just in trash cans all over. I bet they pound that shit in yeah, Congress. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. He also says, "What is absolutely insane is that Congress was trading options once again in 2023. Um, nationally, they traded more in 2023 than last year." The amounts are crazy, 150 plus million while Congress was in session, including Pelosi's NVDA trades. Um, NVIDIA. That was the NVIDIA? Chips yeah. Act. <clears throat> so NVIDIA, they're the ones with all the, uh, you know, the cutting edge technology, they say. I was looking at something the other day where they have these laptops that have cameras that uh, it's AI. So it's like built for people doing shows like we're doing right now, where you can be looking at your notes and like I'm looking down here, but the camera will still, or the AI will still make it look like your eyes are looking at the camera. Oh, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. 
Probably yeah. can do that. Uh, yeah. yeah, Zach can, but, Zach has that. Uh, I think Zane's been doing that, and he's been looking up trivia answers. <laughs> Here, Zach, we'll try to make you bigger so that everybody can tell. Give me a minute. <laughs> it's got to load. So you uh, have that, Zach? Yeah. yeah Here, we go. I'll turn it on. Here we go. Just a second. Yeah, do, it, do it faster, Zach. Do it faster. Yeah, it's, it's really pretty slow. slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. And that's like the chips aspect is like it runs off of processor speed and I'm on a laptop, so it's kind of crappy. But I don't know why I can't get it to turn on right now. Does it take up all the resources on your computer when you turn it on? It takes up a lot. Like my laptop will be really? like buzzing for sure. Oh, man. Here, come back to me in a minute. Let me figure it out, Jake, and then I'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> Sounds good. Let him sweat there on the main screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, y'all. I mean, obviously, it's just... It's ridiculous that they're allowed to make these kinds of... All right. Trades. I am ready now. That oh, didn't take okay. as long as I thought. There we go. So... Oh, crap. I chose the wrong one. <laughs> Eye contact. So... Oh, I'm not actually looking at the screen right now. Oh, God, it weird. It. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. I don't know how I can. <laughs> no, it's like, I don't think I would notice it. I would just be like, what's going on with this person? Yeah, <laughs> right. Those aren't my real eyes either. Like, you, it, it kind of went can see over. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's crazy. Is it so? Is it the same color as your eyes? It looks like it is. It's yeah, roughly the same, but let me turn but, yeah, it off now. So. These are what the reptilians use to look normal. Yeah. <laughs> That is crazy. It's like you NVIDIA. Can, you can we'll tell when you look like a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> it makes your eyes rounder, Zach. It's weird. It does. It like holds it. Like no matter what angle it's your so head is creepy. at, it's like. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. <laughs> Let's never do but that again. it would have made you 105% on your investment this year. Fair. Fair yeah, we're going to affect their stock right now with what we just displayed. So the question is, I mean, obviously you can't get congress to ever pass laws that uh hurt themselves right so how how is something like this fixed what and also why does our economy run off of the effing stock market <laughs> i feel well, like because you can't off the strength of the dollar because that's been on a straight nosedive for the last hundred years son <laughs> uh you know that's that's the one thing that they can show that's the only thing that they can really show the chart going upward someone introduced year after bill year. to uh to forget what it was basically r restore gold as the currency um somebody like introduced it today or yesterday mm -hmm. have they been killed yet um i don't think it has gone anywhere and i don't think it's getting any media is it the same on paul introduced every year uh i don't know i think it was a democrat okay um, well i mean he had a he had a big committee that he was on for years hmm. um that i mean there was people from all angles that were on his side yeah um let's see yeah i don't know like how how does how does this get fixed because actually let, let, let me ask a different question how big of a problem is it actually that they are doing these insider trading things like does it actually affect us negatively or is it just affecting them positively it keeps them in power i think it's part of the whole you know, structure yeah. that enables them to remain where they are and, and to get the funding they get. And then because they're all in bed together with the core, probably a lot of these companies they buy from, it just reestablishes uh, um, those mechanisms of power. Mm. 
so if you if you will allow me to go on an economics ramble for yes go zane go so there actually is a pretty convincing libertarian argument in favor of allowing insider trading in general because the idea is we if if the if we want stock prices to truly reflect you know how valuable is this company right now we would kind of want the price to adjust as fast as possible so the fact that people might have information that not everybody knows it's not their fault that not everybody knows it so we may as well let them use it as fast as they can because this is a vague the, law like how do you determine for, what's the line so for the average person who's not trading all the time you know they have their retirement account and they put some money into it every couple of weeks but they're not day trading or buying individual stocks all the time it doesn't hurt them when the stock prices adjust you know in a couple of hours compared to in a couple of days based off of insider trading the people that it hurts is whoever is on the other side of the trade of the person who has the insider information because you know they're selling at a price that they think mm. is the fair price but actually if they had the additional yeah. information they would know that it's not the right price but if you're the average person and you're just holding it and not really buying individual stocks right now uh, you, you know you'll just get the price increase or decrease whenever it happens and it doesn't matter too much to you the reason why it's it's so aggravating when politicians do it is because they're using the coercive and violent power of the state to make the changes and regulations and laws that cause the companies to perform better or worse and so like, for them to be able to profit off of that really makes my skin crawl even yeah. though technically it doesn't really hurt me because like if you're like an executive of a company or you just got some spicy the gossip and you're trading based off of that you know if you're entering into a trade voluntarily you know the the other party could at least be aware that maybe you have knowledge that they don't have you know not everybody has perfect information about everything yeah. so there is kind of a risk where if you're going into the stock market you should just know that you know maybe somebody has information and if you're like yeah. a if you're an executive <clears throat> maybe we want to incentivize you to be able to profit off of your own company's stock because that means that you're doing something that society finds useful again the problem is that politicians are not doing anything socially useful mm -hmm. they're doing things that are actively socially disuseful and they get the profit off of it anyway so and potentially even financial like incentive to be worse at their job even absolutely and like in the COVID thing like i'll bring back that same example if you are looking at your options and you're like hey we can like whip people up into a frenzy and make this thing you know feel worse even than it is and then you know do business curfews and you know name some things essential or not and we have the ability we are the ones saying this or whatever and you can sell before and buy after and blah 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 and like set yeah, yourself then, up like to kelly leffler here in georgia at that same right after that meeting is like hold on let me go buy some pfizer and 3m real quick <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah they can manipulate the market with their their power is and is definitely part of the problem. And there's also the angle of it where 
somebody who they just want to get in trouble, they can accuse of insider trading who may not have been insider mm. trading. They might have just been well researched and had a mm. hunch. But right. because the law is, it's not always clear in those situations. All of a sudden, they're insider traders and they're going to prison, or at least they're being charged. Right. Well, and things that, you know, like this kind of stuff that's illegal, but has a just a small fine for each infraction that, you know, it's not increasing. There's no real punitive punishment for it other than just pay up. That, that means it's not really illegal. Right. It's okay for a fee. And so with the insider trading stuff, you know, whether or not you can actually prove insider trading, they do have disclosure deadlines. Like when they make trades of a certain volume, I think they have like 90 days to disclose that. Well, people like Nancy Pelosi habitually go 120, 150, 180 plus, and they just pay the 5% mm -hmm. to not disclose that information. I wish Nancy Pelosi were a, a comic book villain in one of the Marvel movies or something like a Kingpin or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you said is what we're supposed to believe that's that they're just happened to be the best. They had uh, hunches that they right. acted on yeah. and that made Nancy Pelosi the best stock trader basically of all time. It's like yeah, two yeah. bottles of red wine every afternoon is how you <laughs> get sharp. Yeah. Well, and you know, really with the insider trading stuff, like uh, part of that is like, okay, so if you run the purse strings of the nation, it gives me some comfort knowing you know how to make money grow. Why are you wasting so much of mine, though? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Grumpy makes a good, fun point. Why don't they use our 401ks to trade with? <laughs> exactly. So, He's lucky to get 5% back. You know, so yeah. on one hand, like that's frustrating to me. But then the other thing, and this is what Barry Goldwater harped on most of his career, was the interlocking corporate directorships. So they'll hop in and out of these government supervisory roles. They'll create like oversight boards for entire industries they'll put themselves on that board after they're done in Congress. And then they get to go be a CEO of one of the companies that is yeah. under that board and they're making money just hand yeah. over fist the whole way down because they paved their own path while they were a legislator. Yeah. That's you know, the and, revolving and door guys thing. Like Barney Frank, you know, cause he passes the Dodd-Frank bill. He gets run out for being a pedo basically. And uh, you know, passes the Dodd-Frank bill as part of like, I'm going to tell all the names on my party list shut up and let me leave. And they let him leave and he goes and, and he's on the board of directors at Signature Bank, which it's is one that just recently went belly up. It's coincidence. <laughs> yeah. coincidence. Yeah. It's a, no, yeah it's, it's, there's like that chart where it shows all the crossover. Of, yeah. They're just all in bed together all the time. Yeah. yeah. And he's not the only one and, and Republicans do it too. And, you know, it's just like, you know, Donald Rumsfeld, you know, he was, he was a Searle chemical company before he got appointed. Nikki to, Haley, uh, Nukem Nikki. Yeah, Absolutely. Dick so Cheney, I mean, whatever. So, it, you know, is the insider trading? I mean, because what we're talking about here is six figures, maybe these guys are making. They're not making tons of money, but they are making it off the top each year with their inside knowledge. Yeah. Right. But if you can seed entire companies, get the government millions, and then get on that board when you retire from Congress and then cut off 10% for the big guy, that's a huge mm -hmm. problem to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much you can essentially prove mathematically that the only way they're making these huge returns is with the insider information because there have been decades long studies of tons of, you know, mm -hmm. actively managed funds and hedge funds and all that. And if you look at their performance over, you know, several years or decades, pretty mm -hmm. much none of them consistently outperform the general market after adjusting for fees. So if you're making, 40, 50, 60% returns every year. Or there 200. Is no, there is no way 
that it's just because you're good at picking stocks because no. even professional stock pickers <laughs> don't pick stocks nearly that well. So the only way it's possible for you to be doing it is because you're you're acting on information that only you there have. You have natural ability. Mathematically, yeah. It's like what happens when you start to try to show this to people is the news is like, oh, conspiracy. They just shut down anything like evidence-based and behind it has reasoning. Because yeah. they're all in bed with them also. It's just so I'm just still baffled at people who who don't think that the people in these high institutional and government and media and, and don't think that they're corrupt and trust them. Yeah. And then what frustrates <laughs> me is like we'll sit here and we'll say it's like the Occam's razor kind of thing to look at like, okay, here's this voted in group of turds that constantly beat the market and are privy to a lot of information and have you know the option to have open door closed door meetings about things and blah 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 and then there's the group that'll say the opposite side but they'll use the same term and they'll say it's occam's right. razor yeah. that it's like no 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 you know and they'll call like, you a racist is what yeah, yeah that's what <laughs> right occam's racist yeah occam's <laughs> racist yep. yeah the now, same still term being used racist. go ahead it's just Feinstein was literally still in the Senate when when she was dead. I mean that that's really crazy, and she she didn't have power of attorney over her own legal activities. Mm -hmm. Yet she had control over her constituents. While she, I mean, that's like wildest thing to me. Well, the ghost uh, of Diane Einstein was returning fifty percent on her portfolio, so that's pretty good for a ghost. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she does yeah. have you know extra worldly knowledge now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But I, one of the Supreme Court justices I remember reading years ago, I think it was John Roberts, actually, um, has epilepsy. And the medication that he's on to prevent him from having seizures is known to cloud judgment. <laughs> so, and he can't and he had been able to drive himself to work since like 2006. I didn't know that. That's <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably fill him up with that shit when he comes in there. Yeah? <laughs> he's going to wow. be the next mass shooter. Oh my God, <laughs> you know, so like that—that's kind of honestly—that's the disclosure I'd rather see than like, okay, cool, like you know, if you're taking your government stipend, you know, whatever your per diem is, you might be abusing that a little bit. Go make some money with that. That's fine, but like, what mind-altering drugs are you on while you're doing this stuff, telling me what to do with my life? There we go. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'd like yeah. to know that. Yeah. No, it, it, it's also like this is all boring to talk about. Like you explaining why somebody is good at stock trading and why somebody is bad at stock trading to a normal person is going to bore them to death. So the, like, they're dude, not going to care at the end of it. <laughs> like ideological and divi divided by ident identity politics. I've tried to do some of this stuff with friends of mine that are, are really far left yeah. and uh, I can just see them. They're like, Oh yeah, but there's really a problem with Christian nationalism. that are going to tear this country apart. right now. I'm like, what does that even mean that you just said? <laughs> We were talking about stocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the deflection. It's changing the topic. Like, you yeah. know, yeah, that might be bad, but we still have to continue down this road because the other thing is going to be worse. Have you helped a black person today? It's like, what do you, you don't even know any black people, dude. <laughs> well, I, I get this, a similar kind of thing that Jake is just saying about like, when you talk about an alternative to public schools 
And they're like, oh, but like, it's so scary to think about what if it's worse than it is now? And I'm like, it's so bad, it's though. Awful. Like, it's, <laughs> we, I think it's, we're at a point where it's worth trying something else. And they're like, what if it's worse? What if it's worse? I just get a lot of like the, but what, it, we can't because what if it's worse? Like, oh my God. Even when it's like in the toilet bad. And even though yeah. right before we implemented the Department of Education, we were great on education. And now we suck. We I haven't worst. seen much on like, that. That's I'm sure though. Yeah. Oh, dude, no, Kids we were stupid, we were first. Man. We were like ranked first in the world for intelligence and like uh, in education. We were and, too smart. And now we're like forty somethingth, maybe. It's it's yeah. just been a slow downward trajectory for the last fifty, almost sixty years. Jeez. And I read I read one of John Taylor Gatto's books years ago, yeah. and he was talking about you know in the 1800s in Massachusetts the parents would habitually run teachers out of the schoolhouses with torches and pitchforks yep. yeah. because they started pushing agendas instead of facts. There we yeah. go. Great. Yeah, yeah. On that topic, Jake, you said that we were number one in education before the department of education was around. I'll do you one better in the late 1700s and early 1800s. The U S was number one in education by far before we even had public schools at all. <laughs> well, freaking great. Let's go back to that. That's what I want. Elizabeth, yeah, I think uh, it is good though that there's more awareness about what's being taught to people. It's at least people with people I know more and more they don't want their kids in public schools. Yeah, I th yeah. There's a lot of people that that aren't at this point. And what Elizabeth is saying, I think, is part of it. True. I think it's much easier to just sort of like, you know, work with what is as opposed to conceive of what isn't totally yet, give you a solution to something i think it's called functional fixedness or something like that in the the, the so sociology world mm -hmm. where if you have a problem before you and you uh, have to figure it out you don't know it yet then you will figure out a solution that is you know you'll have to there'll be iterations of it that will be effective for what you're trying to accomplish but if someone disrupts that process and gives you a solution that actually produces a, a not really a good outcome but seems like it's passable, mm -hmm. then kind of cuts off their creativity from that mm. solving imagination. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, let's not let Congress trade stocks. I think that's the moral of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say, let them, let them trade stocks, but let's drug screen them. And no, uh, let's not let them trade stocks. Screw that. They, they, if you serve in Congress, you should have, very limited rights as a human being because you are yeah. a servant. You should get full body probed every single day you walk in. <laughs> I completely, they should have. That, 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 that might be a perk to some of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Lindsey Graham would be walking in and out all day long. Yeah, I, I feel like you would get a lot of pervs trying to be in Congress. Okay, so no trading stocks, but what about that guy in California that was uh, trading guns? <laughs> should that be allowed? What guy? Trading guns. Uh, there, there was a California, I don't remember if it was state or U.S. level. Uh, but the, the FBI busted him. He thought he was shipping guns to Al-Qaeda. Uh, there were FBI agents that were undercover as Al-Qaeda. <laughs> they were FBI and he, agents? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. And he were. sold them, like, container loads of AK-47s. Wait, this was a congressman? Yes. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> I don't even know what to do. I have no words, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. There's just so many congressmen. You come across one sometimes where it's like, I wonder what that town that elected him is like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm fair. pretty sure it's San Francisco. Okay. Oh. Uh, well, that would make a lot of sense.
I like what Jake was saying though, and to spin off of this in terms of like the like limiting the perks for like being in a position could yeah. actually I think go back to like the older mentality of like it's like a civil servant kind of a thing. You do it for a period of time. No oh, there's I'm sure there's gonna be plenty, but like No, I'm saying there used to be no perks. Oh yeah, no, I'm it, sorry, it, I misheard it used you. To, like... It used to be you had to go serve. Yeah, it was. You didn't, have, you didn't have a choice. A duty. Like, you, you had to go serve a certain amount of time, right. especially in like city council and stuff like that. But Maybe we could go in between these, but it's like, how do you accomplish that when the people who are protecting the perks are there for the perks? Exactly. So they're gonna yeah. do everything to to uh, <laughs> both. You know, no, for the perks. No for the pro <laughs> Rogue chairman. I'd, I'd vote for that. Uh, oh, that's so good. It was All apparently right. Leland Yee. He was an anti-gun California state senator, and then he got busted for running guns. Leland Yee? Yep. Yeah, of course. Leland Yee. That's great. So how about that? Can can they trade guns? Can they sell cocaine? He's Um, free right now. No, by the way. (laughs) They can't do anything, Stephen. They they sit in student housing, all in the same dorm, and then they just go to work and go back home. They don't have a TV. They don't have yeah. internet. They don't have a phone. You just go vote on stuff. You read yeah. the dadgum bills. That's right. <laughs> you don't get to do anything. Sex in a dirty dorm room, not Senate. Yes. <laughs> and you get probed by by the gnome. Yeah. Um, all right. The next major story that I had for today is Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Iran, UAE, and Ethiopia join BRICS. Yep. The group now represents 2.5 billion people and has combined GDP surpassing $16 trillion. Um, I don't know. First thoughts. Great reset in action, in my opinion. This is the creating of the World War III factions, I think. Mm. Mm. I mean, it it definitely seems like an axis of evil. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're, they're identifying it as in Congress now. I mean, yeah, basically what it is. I mean, it's it's a whole bunch of our enemies and people who we're kind of frenemies with as well. Frenemies. Um, I mean, Saudi Arabia. We have a love hate relationship with them. Um, but yeah, we uh, love them and they hate us. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, Zane, were you about to say something? Yeah, I mean, when we talk about the new axis of evil, it's important to conceptually distinguish the elites of every country from just the the regulars and citizens mm-hmm. of the country where mm-hmm. i don't have anything against the the people of most of those countries and i honestly don't think that the elites and the power elites of our own country are any less evil than the power elites of all the countries that are in this new axis of evil mm-hmm. so i said a lot of discussion about oh the the bricks or the factions I think that, you know, obviously there are different cliques of, of the elite and they interact with each other and have love-hate relationships with each other. But I think that it's it's not really helpful to overly simplify any of this because I think it's it's very complicated and there's a lot of different factors. They want to oversimplify it, though, because they want it to be... Uh, uh... Uh, I did it's like national level identity politics where you hate them for who they are and they they want you to think everybody in that country is the exact same as the government of that country. I mean, you look at the Israel 
uh, uh, Pal Palestine thing where, where mm -hmm. they, they didn't try to do that there to in make it indistinguishable uh, uh, when you're exactly right. The reality is it is a bunch of elite people in power who probably don't even give a shit about the boundaries, but they just use these uh, countries that they rule over as pawns on the chessboard. And, and they're, you know, fist bumping in the back room after the game, even though yeah. you know, millions have died with their little wars. Yeah. There's a reason why it's called like the theater of war. Yeah. you know or the game of war like it's all these terms that make a lot of sense because like the you know the figureheads that are making all these decisions or whatever are like running the show so to speak but yeah. zane i do think that's a, a valid thing to just like constantly remind ourselves with those that like mm -hmm. and i i say it all the time about even living here like i am not my government right. <laughs> i hope that other people don't assume something about me based on some bullshit thing that my government does no they they definitely do uh, it, I, well, I've traveled fair, enough but... to know that they absolutely do that. <laughs> fair. Yeah. No, it's. But then I'll try not to do it, you know, in return. But that's why I so, never say I, I'm an American. These, uh, I always I mean, these, these BRICS countries—they have a lot of gold. They have a lot of oil. Uh, they need some democracy and freedom. I think. Isn't it interesting that a hundred years ago, the World War One, not a little over a hundred years ago, that mm -hmm. we elected a president on the promise of staying out of the war, and then you know we had to make the world safe for democracy, and here we are doing it again. Yeah, there we go. I can, yeah. I can see the 1950s level animation, and it just <laughs> yeah. says, bust up bricks. <laughs> w. Bush ran on I'm roll up my foreign policy, bust up bricks. You know. Yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say? Over time. I was just saying, even W. Bush ran on staying out of war and like a humble foreign policy, and that went out the window immediately. Immediately. <laughs> this is a terrorist. Within a year. Yeah. That is, yeah. No, it's what do they people say, Jake, about Americans when you're overseas? Um, the, I mean, Americans by far are the worst travelers that I've ever come across. Like mm. e even I saw it, even I understood like what they're saying. We're loud, arrogant, <laughs> annoying. Um, it's basically every single thing. Not worse you, than Chinese. I, no, I, I, it's a completely different kind of tourist. It's, it's like, like a lack of understanding of the culture <laughs> of where they are. It, not, not even an understanding. It's, <laughs> I don't give a shit about the culture. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. And so generally speaking, I, I never introduced myself as an American. I always just said Texan. And then people went down. Oh, you went, you, you rode a horse to school when you grew up, huh? course like, yeah. no i didn't ride a freaking horse to school <laughs> it was a pony <laughs> i'm also a time traveling texan yeah <laughs> but i've noticed you. that like my foreign friends and people i've met overseas they're just surprised i'm not a huge jerk for whatever reason yeah. like they'll be like yeah. oh man i didn't know americans were cool i'm like everybody's this cool at least like i'm not that cool <laughs> it's and then like in japan one of the first things i did was just like give my seat up to an old lady which is what i feel like any of us would do and they mm -hmm. were like oh my gosh i can't believe you did that that was amazing i'm like oh, <laughs> that was <laughs> could marry that was anybody amazing. on that train probably <laughs> that's funny well christopher asks wow hello where did you come from well, where did you come from? Yeah, where, where did, did you go? Where did <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. Um, maybe Facebook's actually showing it to people now. I shared the stream there. Normally, like, we share something and three people see it. So yeah, it, it's wild. That might be what he's saying. Because we have a massive group on Facebook or yeah, page or whatever. And 
we get so few views on Facebook. It's really strange. Maybe it's algorithm because uh, the content. I, I don't know. I don't ever use Facebook. Uh, I know that depending on the subject, there'll be there'll be hundreds of, I mean, a thousand uh, live stream viewers, and then the next show will be like thirty people. And I'm like, yeah. what's yeah. going on with the difference? Yeah, I've not like we were getting a thousand to five thousand views on clips on Instagram, and now we're getting fifty to a hundred. Yeah, for the mm -hmm. past like three weeks. <laughs> It, I, on Facebook, we have like 30,000 plus followers and I will like no exaggeration, share something. It'll be like, we showed three people. <laughs> like, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> we showed one one hundredth of it's your a, audience. Yeah, it's a conversion <laughs> rate. Yeah, it's a good start. No, one one thousand. Do we, do we know Walker yeah. Chandler? We do know of him. I've never met him, but I've heard a lot about him. The bagpipe playing lawyer. I know nothing about him. It's interesting. Yeah. I like both. I mean, I like one of those things. Does he uh, do that? Is that how he defends his clients? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even have to use words. He just uses beautiful medleys. Tears and tears. We all know Ted Metz. Uh, oh, yes. 100%. Yes, Ted. I love Ted. Yeah, Ted's the man. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is, man, but we are like the, the amount of views we're getting on, on Instagram now is 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 embarrassing. I, I hope he meant uh, Shane Hazel and not Shane Hazel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, we all know Shane. Um, all right, let's go to the next. Let's go to the next clip. Talk about mine and Zane's favorite thing, which is economics. <laughs> Printed six trillion dollars in 2020, right in the U.S. Average annual U.S. salary is sixty thousand dollars, roughly. That's one hundred million years stolen right through the counterfeiting of currency if each human works from the age of 20 to 70 so it's about 50 productive years per human the counterfeiting of six trillion dollars usd equals the stealing of two million human lives worth of productive labor right this is a it's a like mm -hmm. so try to make it real yeah. like it's a real massive problem and then, of course, the plausible deniability that's built into inflation, right? It's Putin's fault. It's Beyonce's fault. It's the supply chains. It's everything but the central bank. Yeah, I thought that it was one Beyonce's of the best fault. ways to put the printing of money that I have ever heard anybody explain. That was good. I thought that was yeah. fantastic. Um, and it, like that would be a that's a really great way to explain it to people who find economics boring and stupid and don't want to talk about it. I totally. I, got, I love stuff like that. I, that. Zach, we were talking the other day that I, I think it, it, it would be useful if there were like uh, for libertarians uh, specifically a, a day in the life challenge where uh, people who whether they're running for office or whatever, where the challenge you, you create a hashtag around it for social media you may maybe you get some actors you do it yourself you show uh an interaction or of, of you know a regular day of what things are like now and then you just show what they would be like with uh, uh in a libertarian society so people can feel the real benefits to their lives uh, when it comes to something that they probably have very little understanding of mm -hmm. that is interesting i i like that idea a lot um i was trying i was gonna do the same thing or I had that, that idea for all these people who are protesting against oil. <laughs> Be like, yeah. do a day in the life of 
if you can't use anything that's made of <laughs> that, oil. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Give me my oil back. Yeah, exactly. Does that include plastics too and all things made oh, yeah. from? Because oh, yeah. that's a Your lot phone, of things. Every, yeah. I mean, basically everything. Like you, you have to walk to work. Like you can't ride a yeah. bicycle. Like don't don't try walking to work in shoes though. Yeah, moccasins. Good night, Grumpy. Night, Grumpy. Happy, Happy, Happy birthday. Um, Zach, Christopher asks, where do I find a list of your members? Is what he meant to say. And then, yep. has anybody heard of Christopher Lee Rayleigh? I have not. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. Didn't he pop up in the comments before he ran for office in another state? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I'm terrible with names. Though. Suit though. That's a great looking suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, Zane, what did you what did you think about the uh, about the video? Yeah, I mean, really great message. You know, every time we see a clip like this, I just hope and pray that people who don't already think the way that we think, but who are open to the message, are the ones seeing it. Yeah, because, you know, you can make all of these really awesome clips that you want, but if it's just a bunch of people that already know how much yeah. of our money Absolutely. is being stolen, then then it. And this is my honestly my hope for this podcast too is that we're reaching people who aren't just already in the tank for us. Um, I think that's a, like the goal. I think that's like a really great goal. It's a way to communicate these messages to new people who might not realize that they would love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times do we have, do we have, do we say it? Like people are far more libertarian than they even realize. Like, it, absolutely. And yet, if you tell some some of them that they will get so super angry because of this perception they have yes. of libertarians that is, is completely false. Yeah. Cause they'll say, I don't, I don't smoke weed. You know, right. <laughs> that's all they think about. That's all it is. Right. Shoot guns and smoke weed. That's all we do apparently. And, and yeah. it, for some people, they see libertarians as ext- like the same as the way they see MAGA as extreme domestic right-wing terrorists. Well, yeah. When the, like, when the head of the CIA is classifying us as that, then yeah. Yeah. Wait, is there a story behind that? They they put libertarians in in the conspiracy like, theorists, libertarians, dangerous, isolationist, uh, domestic terror threats. Yeah. Yep. We're, uh, we're one common negative for people that don't really know what a libertarian is is that they're, they're like, yeah, I'm probably libertarian, but I'm I'm morally conservative. I'm like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's been actually that's been a really interesting conversation I've been having with my wife recently is is the fact that like the libertarian ideology isn't like a in in what it's a moral philosophy in one very specific way but it's strictly a political philosophy um, right so you have to like you have to pair it with your own moral philosophy in your own life you can't just be a libertarian and there's if you're, not if you're just one libertarian, person you you you're gonna have problems um, yeah, well, have to be other things as well. It's a separation yeah. thing. It's like the separation of church and state or the separation of like policy and ethics. You know, yeah. it's truly just more of a policy thing, which is why I think there's so many more flavors of like libertarian, like microculture or whatever, than there are of like, at least, you know, what we see on social media from like mm-hmm. the extreme sides of left and right or whatever, that just bubbled down into like a very specific thing. Yeah. And it's like, if you're not on board with that, then it's like, eh, you know, you're the enemy, I guess. Like, exactly. Yeah, I know. I know I, we've made this point before, but whenever I hear the criticism that, you know, the problem with libertarianism is that it has no philosophy of morality and virtue. That's like saying I don't go to 
to Chick-fil-A because they don't sell hamburgers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that that is an infuriating thing. Because what there's what those people are saying is I want my values forced on other people. Yeah. That that I want nothing to do with it. And like if you're if you are a Christian like me, that is literally the exact incorrect way to convert somebody to Christianity right. is by forcing it <laughs> upon them. <laughs> like you don't, you just don't do that. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, it's called the crusades. We tried it. It's not good. Like. But yeah. The cru the crusades were done for a lot of different reasons though. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. There were, yeah, there, were, were, uh, there were a lot of issues. Well, they started out as a response, but yeah, they started know. out as a def uh, response to other attacks. defensive measures, but then, you know, after a couple of years of it, you kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the plundering is addictive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, the defensive measures things. We live in a world right now where it it's you know, the rules of war, as they always, which is so they might as well be just doing jerk off <laughs> motions and all, when yeah. they're saying that shit because it's just such bullshit. But based on their the rules of war, it is it has to appear to be a uh, a defensive war. It it has so almost as though it were following the non-aggression principle. You're always defending yourself, which just incentivizes all of these uh, uh, power-hungry uh, uh, globalists who are in charge of these countries to do false flags mm -hmm. constantly. Like, that is the incentive. Why wouldn't they do false flags when they know that's how, that's how they have to present it? I, I think that uh, whenever the libertarian argument comes up, this idea of predators will come after anybody who has this non-aggression principle is another thing that um hmm. is a sticking point for people who want to attack liber libertarianism what so what how do you guys what do you guys think about that, well, how that, would you that sounds like you know how the um how the minarchists attack the end caps yeah you know because they're like yeah if there was no government i'd just come take your stuff right dude. yeah totally yeah, no, when, I, 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 are in charge right now. like this for a very long time. Like feudalism, it's not an ideal scenario, but like it's a bunch of little places that fend for themselves. And th this happened for thousands of years. It's not like they they weren't libertarians, but they were definitely living with much, much smaller governments um, and like much smaller communities. So it's it's not the craziest thing to think that we can survive without the massive behemoth idiocy that is the federal government like it's 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 wild to think that people think the federal government is absolutely needed like that, that that's crazy yeah. to me yeah. and serving i mean this yeah the reason why the state gets away with taking 30 percent of everybody's money through taxes and inflating away the rest of it is because they are they have legitimacy in the eyes of the public the reason why your neighbor if we lived in a society without the state would not get away from just stealing from everybody for very long is because he would have no legitimacy. So the community would know this guy is a criminal and he needs yeah. to cut it out. Whereas, yeah. you know, we've been brainwashed for generations to, to just accept it when the government does the same exact thing. So I, I it's, the brainwashing it's, is the key there is to break that. Yes. It's all about legitimacy. People will be and have been more than willing to band together to defend themselves to to guard against um degradation by people that they know shouldn't be doing it so mm. if people are are concerned that you know in an anarchist society there will be no rule of law and everybody will just be stealing from everybody all the time mm -hmm. no they wouldn't because people know that they shouldn't do that yes i've well, seen a, i've seen a side by side movie like a little 10 minute short film jake right here of, of the demonstration of 
what this could be like. Cause I just, I think people don't have a, they don't understand the history of it and they don't understand the nuances of it and uh, they can see it in dramatic form. I think it could spread the message. I, I agree with you. I, I think my, my biggest fear with trying to spread libertarianism is how long it would take to actually develop a real libertarian society, how long that actually would take because people are so used to immediate gratification and so used to, I want this now. I want results tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I want this to happen as soon as it's humanly possible. Like it's, it would take, if we decided to, if the country decided to go on a strictly libertarian path tomorrow, we would not see the full repercussions of that for like 40 or 50 years. Yeah. Mm. It, it would take decades for all of these things to slowly be phased out because you can't just cut everything off all at once. You can't just end the whole welfare. You can't just end everything all at once because that will hurt millions of people all at once. You have to phase these things out. And that my, my, my fear is that people don't have the patience for that and they don't have the yeah. stamina. For you don't it. think people have patience in today's age? <laughs> I think, I think also we have just that pendulum swing swing problem in this country where you would get someone in from one side that would just do like executive order and just undo half of all the thing and then, you know, get right back into business as usual. If someone tried to do it correctly, like you're talking about, which is like to leave a certain amount of runway so that you don't crash the system by jolting it out of what Mm -hmm. it's used to, you know then you leave it vulnerable for someone to come in and like red pen it all, you know, in four or eight years or whatever. So Here, here's a system that I would love to uh, crash is uh, Christopher says, I'd like to see the LPGA network with the cannabis community again. Yeah. LPG, the golf LPGA. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and, and I always think that my uh, thoughts on that topic too, it, not to just echo what you guys are saying. So I can add this to it at least. Um, you know, if you if, if you think a certain way, you know, instead of having to evangelize the message or, you know, win debates or prove yourself right, whatever, have more kids, you know, and and, and raise them in in that ideology. Uh, mm. That's well, you're talking one wife. You're not talking MBA. I'm just saying that because yeah. I've got my second son on the way any day yeah. now. And uh, that was the thought that put my mind at ease with both of these guys is um you know you start to get some nerves when they're almost here and then it's just like wait a second i mean like this is my civic duty here kind of it's uh you know not only is it a blessing but it's you know it's your civic duty to to continue society in a way that you want it to be yes you have to be vigilant and participate in the government processes even though you hate them so much Mm. and then you also have to have kids right but you gotta teach those kids to get ahead in life by getting outraged at everything (laughs) (laughs) but you can have twice the impact if you adopt a liberal you know yeah Yeah. they don't even take care of their kids anyways you can go find them at the foster home oh you can find them anywhere you know (laughs) (laughs) all right uh let's watch more on economics see i I like that this stuff is getting out to more audiences that aren't us like jordan peterson is like this is a daily wire thing and michael malice went on there and he's in this clip he's talking about high and low time preference this is why culture is so important and having this kind of promulgation of ideas and morals and values because if you just have people who are all very uh, um 
high time preference and just are not thinking past the next moment, yeah. you're not gonna be able to build a society okay, them unless okay. you get rid of that first. Because if you're only thinking to the next five minutes and this kind of like uh, maybe someone who's been in prison all his life and don't have been trained not to think long term, it's gonna be almost impossible to have any kind of working relationship because he'd rather have that candy bar today than two candy bars yeah, tomorrow because right. he knows right. he's not okay, gonna see okay, tomorrow. Okay, so so you 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 brought in the the concept of time preference, which yes. I think is absolutely appropriate. Well, yeah, because crucial. The, okay, what, why, why did you come to the conclusion that that? First of all, why don't you define time preference so everybody knows exactly what you're talking about? And then I want to know why you came to the conclusion that there's a reason that you brought the time preference discussion into this discussion. So maybe you can elaborate. I on always what that is. I always get them backwards. There's high time preference and low time preference. Point being, like we see this with kids in inner cities who they aren't sure they're going to ever see old age. The, the people they deal with are not trustworthy. So if they're offered, look, I'll give you either a candy bar today or tomorrow, if you wait one day, you'll have two candy bars. They will overwhelmingly take the one today for right, hand right. because the odds that the person is going to be there tomorrow or is trustworthy are quite low. And this extrapolates in a very nefarious way because if you're living moment to moment, you're not going to school to plan for medical school. How long do you have to go to medical school for your doctor? It's years and years. You're just thinking just getting past tomorrow right. is a function also of poverty. When someone's worried about their next meal, it's very hard to maintain that vision of what am I going to be doing when I'm 40, right? right? So that is that concept of high of Right, high okay, okay. And so the so problem- really crucial. Right, wow, well, okay. So the, the And this is also why having a stable society is important and why governments are often a problem take inflation. If I don't know how much a dollar is going to be worth 10 years from now, how am I going to make a contract with you that- Yeah, well, you're gonna... right. Well, you're also punished then for right. growing gratification, right? That's one right. of the terrible things about inflation is that you actually punish the people who are the conscientious people upon whose labor society would be proper. Imagine based. you tell me that, okay, uh, in a year from now, you're going to deliver 10 uh, yards of silk, but the definition of a yard today is 36 inches, but tomorrow it might be three inches. It's just like, I, I, or, or, or 50 inches. Yeah. I can't make any kind of plan yeah. if the definition of a yard changes. Okay. Okay. So if the definition of what That's a dollar a changes year to year and it loses its value, you can't make long-term planning because if you say I'm going to give you a million dollars 10 years from now, I don't know what that means. Right. It could be mean, It could be absolutely worthless. I said right, doll right, hairs. Right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> so now I clip it off the Barbie. <laughs> That's a good analogy, like changing the length of the good that you're expecting as yeah. more of a physical, tangible analogy for the financial sort of flexibility within inflation. Yeah, yeah. And this to nerd out on economics again, this is a problem whenever there's inflation, <laughs> when businesses are just trying to do their own accounting of how much money did we make? You know, if prices are going up, it will seem like they're doing great. So they'll make a bunch of investments to grow their business they might start paying everybody more but then they realize you know when it's time to replace some of their longer term machinery if they break or make some longer term capital investments they'll realize that the only reason they thought their profits were going up was just because of general inflation and now they don't have enough money to make the, all the long-term investments they need to make this is a point that i i forget what book he made this in but this is a uh just a classic uh, Mises argument is that inflation makes it very difficult to do any type of economic calculation because you spend down your own investments, your own capital without even realizing it. That makes sense. Yes, yes it does. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, I just like this example because another it's another very dense and unpopular subject to talk about where somebody's talking about it on a massive platform that isn't mm -hmm. a libertarian platform. Um, and so, yeah, I, I thought the way, you know, these last two videos was just phenomenal explanation of yeah. things that I'm super passionate about. So um, that's why. I, that's great. That's like I got. That's cool. You're looking for those because that's what we need is like people explaining this stuff the best way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Malice is one of the best, too. Yeah. I mean, like right now, it's just you. You can't go. I feel like I have a $75 entry fee to go to the grocery store. Right. Now. <laughs> right. Dude, it's it's crazy. Yeah, great. I was able to buy enough groceries to feed like eight people, um, and I somehow I worked the sales and it sell along, pay for and, it. But. <laughs> yeah, but I got it under a hundred bucks. It was it was like my triumphant achievement of twenty. That's good. <laughs> man. I mean, it's crazy. Like yeah, every time I get uh, you know, think of a uh, paper towels, uh, a uh, thing of water, an orange juice, and some apples, and they're like eighty three dollars. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right, y'all. Well, we are one hour fifty-five minutes in. Um, we're not going, I'm not gonna show any more articles, Zach. We're gonna go into Binkley. You've this has been a long time since you've been on this show. So the last like few minutes, we I generally show some funny things or uh interesting things that um we really don't discuss that much, but uh, we can if we want. Um, so this first one is a, is a band that I found there, a UK band and I freaking, I'm obsessed with them now. So here you go. Energy companies profit in crisis, medical companies profit in crisis, your government profits in crisis, is it so easy to profit in crisis? That's a good look at your history, many a book, many a century, murdering, killing, more murder, conspiracy, year by year by year, nothing is different, so backwards, how are you going to sort it? Run away, then you come back crawling, make a plan, then you're the tyrant, you had freedom, somebody bought it, that's what that I would set out to do something, I came out with nothing, no, I could do nothing, there's nothing much good and that is fine I don't fucking care what it used to be like I take my land, I take my land And I'm sure There's nothing great And I'm not interested anymore Anyway That's great I thought that was <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal. too Like that's really good Oh yeah No that, that whole album So it's a EP of like Seven or eight songs That are all about fantastic issues That's and really cool like and normally when people write these kinds of songs they're like not well written because they're just trying to make a point right that's know? usually they, my problem with songs i quote artistic. agree with yeah yes but this yeah. song man it gets me all jazzed up i didn't hear anything because i just the violinist was too hot but yeah, i was... i take your word for it it's good <laughs> the blood is out of your brain totally yeah fair enough i'll listen What's to real? it again later yeah but that's also a good you know, strategy having uh, an attractive woman as part of the that's message. not bad yeah oh it helps <laughs> try, try try not to be unreasonable here <laughs> <laughs> what right. what's really funny about this clip though is that one of the comments is the british equivalent of if you don't like it then leave <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of the comments says great britain is the greatest place in the world if you don't like it move elsewhere we are extremely privileged to live in land like this <laughs> yeah, 283 replies to that yeah <laughs> yeah wow um let's see 
So this is if my ADHD was a person. <laughs> look, I sat there. Let me ask you a question. You look at me? Yes. If you was on the boat right now, look wait, at me. You look, wait, at, you I, look wait, at me. I, I was on the boat. Look, you just, I let me ask you the question. I was on the boat. Listen, let me ask you a question. If you was on the boat, look, look at me. If you was on the boat full of chocolate and bananas. <laughs> listen, hold on, listen. Just listen. Just listen. The boat. Devon. Devon. Some, some not, when I was Devon. on, when I, when I was on the boat, it was it was a shark <laughs> under the water, so I had to swim away. Okay, but Devon, listen to what I'm saying. If you was on the boat and it was covered in chocolate and bananas, wait, what is that? What would you eat first? Uh, wait, I I eat donuts. Oh my God. <laughs> Devon. Donuts and uh. Devon. Uh. Oh, this awesome. Huh? If you was on a boat with chocolate and bananas, what would you eat first, the chocolate or the bananas? Uh, the chocolate. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I want to know more about that boat that sank that he had to swim away, away from. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was hilarious. Um, so this is a throw, just a callback to Christmas. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen this. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Just, what is that? The Christmas himself. tree netting wanna, thing. Yeah. yeah. So he gets netted with the Christmas tree. Great. Yeah. Freaking incredible. Um, so this is gonna make everybody on here except maybe Zane feel really, really old and sad. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Roomba? <laughs> I don't understand it. Wait, what is this game? <laughs> That's so cool. That's a Roomba box. Oh my god. This is awesome. What? It's a vacuum. It's a radio. I mean, it's just so sad. That's too funny, man. Some oh, teenagers, man. there's a trend where their like CDs to them are like records were to us. Mm -hmm. where they started buying cds i got my friend to get a cd player after because i was like he likes cds and then when I, I i looked at the cd players at uh target they were very expensive because it's old like it's just old now so it's very expensive but they weren't as expensive as the tape players the cassette players because oh, yeah. they're so rare now uh -huh. like well there's one was like 30 dollars at target i'm like this is bullshit these should be like three dollars it is on eBay. Yeah. yeah, you should pay me to take this from you because I, yeah. you have no use for it. I saw an Atari. They're selling Atari again this year for yeah. three hundred and ninety-nine fucking dollars. Almost a PS Five. But it doesn't have like every Atari game ever made on it, or something. I, I think that's like twenty games. It's not one of the tiny ones. It's actually the the system, the original. Oh, twenty games. That's bullshit, man. You should have two thousand games or on it. Four hundred dollars. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. you can buy sketchy stuff on Amazon where it's like has every game ever yeah. released until like PS2. Yeah, so. yeah. Get uh, a Atari 
controller like a joystick for the pc and you're and then you have access to every game ever made like <laughs> i love those old joysticks yeah, right. yeah let's address one thing that christopher lee rayleigh is saying why don't lpga libertarians support trump because he's, he's a war criminal and he's not libertarian oh i was gonna say that too yeah <laughs> uh, that's why i mean we just yeah um yeah i think his question gets into the conversation which has always been a, a challenge for libertarians is anytime a libertarian message starts to emerge both the left and the right unite on the one thing that they unite on and that is to uh, um smear not vote libertarians. for us, yeah. <laughs> you vote for them you're voting for the devil you you yeah, better yeah. not do it you're evil yeah. right which is the oldest propaganda uh trick in the book when we ask people like we talked to we just started randomly asking our uber drivers and, and everybody when we were in savannah you know what they kind of thought of like libertarianism or whatever and what and sometimes you get the like oh no i'm this and i'm that or whatever and then but the one guy was like oh i would vote for that if they had a chance and that's like the other argument a lot of the time <laughs> right and so one like, thing is like there, there's actual hundred year old propaganda documents written by edward bernays and all these other guys where mm -hmm. they dissect the propaganda techniques and this thing that they tell people is exactly it, what one of their main tactics is and yeah. i i understand it just makes me so mad because it, it always happens in cycles and uh, uh as soon as you start saying something go yeah, yeah yeah but you're gonna put that evil person who's gonna murder us all so you're just like them i'm like okay if you want to react the exact way that the propagandists who've been controlling society for over a hundred years at least want you to react and that's perfectly fine but just know that you're reacting in a programmed way yeah and, and it's it's just so infuriating. Zane, you want to explain how he's a war criminal? <clears throat> I mean, every, every single thing that he did in, in carrying on the war in Yemen. Now, I'll grant him that he didn't start any new wars. But, I mean, just look at what's happening in, in, in um, the war in Yemen, where we're literally just causing mass genocide, destroying all the clean water, destroying all of the sewage. You know, that continued under Trump. Also, he had a previous comment where he was claiming that Trump was the most base conservative that you'd ever meet. If that were the case, he would have fired Dr. Fauci on day one and not let him stay in his job for. Correct. Yeah. Trump, Trump's year. actions in office do not indicate that he is the most based conservative we've ever met. Um, Rand Paul would be one. Ron Paul would be one right off the bat that are far more based than Nobody's Donald more Trump based is. than me, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I thought Trump People was are saying for a second. <laughs> Everyone's saying, "I'm the most based." <laughs> I have the biggest base you've ever seen. Yeah, just check all the bases. I've got most of them. All the boxes, the bases. Check all the bases. Last um, night I went to second base. <laughs> you see my life, right? Oh, there we go. Reason one: Operation Warp Speed. And, and that, so that's what's like. Operation Warp Speed is the. It's just the funniest thing to me because these progressives. And I know some of them personally, they I'm in this group chat where one or two of them are progressive and uh, one's me and the other one is a closet libertarian. Uh, um, and, a closet uh, libertarian. He's, he's out of the closet to me, but uh, uh -huh. but he, the others, you know, think he's a conservative, which he's not. But he'll say something and the reaction will be totally non-related. And it'll be like, sounds like you're putting on your best. Uh, Newsmax adjacent personality, and again, it's like you just got that from a fucking uh, activist thing like, that was sent to you because that's the talking point. And 
then he starts telling him that it's just sa like sad to see that he is so captured because my friend expressed uh, um, questions about the vaccine at the time. Mm -hmm. And by asking questions, he was accused of being a, a MAGA white nationalist extremist, which is the craziest reaction. That's a big jump from a question. Right. And, and yeah. so I'm reading it. I'm going, Trump did Operation Warp Speed. Yet to question the vaccine, you're branded MAGA extremist by progressives. It, it doesn't is even Warp Speed when they like ramped up production of yes. it or something like that yeah. and all that. OK, yeah, it's been a minute. But yeah, yeah, it's funny. And then this speaks to a couple of things that we were talking about before, which is like for some reason, everyone like outside of libertarianism, like circle at all, thinks that we're on the right, which is interesting. Yep. Yeah. And then the closet side of it, I don't know what this person's story is, but this kind of reminds me of what I was saying. It's like a lot of people are like, oh, I, I would vote for it, but I basically can't because of my family or I can't because of my whatever or I won't because they won't win or, you know, I don't know. But where their uh, values are are, are may very likely more libertarian. And, and that's the, the, and, the control mechanisms is they present these extreme personalities and positions on all of these platforms and, and screens, and they project it a, a, out to the world as though that is the normal standard position. Yes. In reality, more people are closer together when you talk yeah. in the real world. For sure. Kind of like what the uh, impression of Americans is abroad or something like that, where it's like, no, you're getting the extreme, like you're getting the like squeaky wheels, like that's not what the average person and like if you were just to rub elbows in a grocery store like are pretty level-headed people for the most part you know yeah. and they behave themselves or whatever but the impression is not that all right i'm going to show one final clip because we're already eight minutes over and i know y'all <laughs> did different things when i was gone but i'm back and, this is, <laughs> and i'm running the show now so. <laughs> daddy says bedtime <laughs> all right here's uh Here's probably the most impressive dog on planet Earth. Beautiful dog. It's definitely putting a hit for this song. I'm going to mute that because uh, we're going to uh -huh. with a copyright issue. Right. Yeah. So he's... Is he? This he's is very small screen. It. It's got a fish. He, so he's, trying to, he's trying to tell the guy about it. He's trying to tell the Warning guy there's a fish on his line, and the okay. dude's in the porta potty. And the dog <laughs> runs over and grabs wow. the dadgum fishing pole and starts reeling the dadgum fish in, y'all. Wow. Oh my God, he gets it. And we should say he's also wearing a t shirt. He's wearing a t shirt. Yeah, the dog is wearing a t shirt. <laughs> Let's also, what fishing spot? Has a porta potty right there. That's interesting. <laughs> that's a good question. Every day he brought the porter potty with him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's his car, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I how we got that there. was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen on on tape. Oh, those videos smart. always make me feel so disappointed in myself about my dog training. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because mine, I'm like sit, and then he just walks away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bites me when I tell him to sit. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Let's see. Well, y'all, Binkley, thanks for joining, man. Thanks for having really, me. I enjoyed it. Heck yeah. Love having you on. Um, looking forward to the debate. I think it'll be really, really fun. Yeah, me too. Yeah, man. Heck yeah. Um, shout out what, what people should follow you on. Freedom Act Radio on Twitter. You can find me on YouTube 
com slash Brad Binkley, Rumble, The Prop Report, and uh, Propaganda Report Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. And my website is PropagandaFight.com. There we go. All right. Um, Alden, Steven, Zach, Zane, we got anything to talk about before we he- head out? I don't know. I don't I don't like dry January. <laughs> At least it's so not, no, not November. Cool drinks, right? man, with, with yeah. <laughs> mushrooms, you know. No, I can't do that one. All right. Well, y'all, get your tickets for a convention. It's going to be a fun time. Um, excited to have, like, Adam Nutter. That's going to be awesome. Night of Comedy with Adam Nutter. It's going to be great. And, yep. uh, and we found out he's bringing an opener, and then we're going to have John Eiler um, hosting for us. Yeah. So Sunglasses Jesus, Adam Nutter's friend, Adam Nutter. I love wow. it. Oh, man. Sunglasses awesome. Jesus brought down the house last time. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, free Georgia podcast Mondays at 8 p.m. on all of these channels. We're now streaming on eight different platforms or eight different uh, destinations on five different platforms. So uh, you can find us 8 p.m. on Mondays and Thursdays, whatever today is. <laughs> Twelfth day of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for joining. We'll see you next week. Peace. Cheers.